Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at Burrow.com slash ACAST. That's Burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Wait, are you gaming on a Chromebook? Yep. It's got a high-res 120 hertz display, plus this killer RGB keyboard. And I can access thousands of games anytime, anywhere. Stop playing. What? Get out of here. Huh? Yeah, I want you to stop playing and get out of here so I can game on that Chromebook. Got it. Discover the ultimate cloud gaming machine, a new kind of Chromebook. You don't look so good. Take care of those wounds before you bleed out. Hello, everybody, and welcome to CORE. That's right. This is CORE for July 8th, 2022. I'm Scott Johnson with Bo Schwartz and John Jagger. As you can hear, our intro music is a little reminiscent of a time past. Uh, last part. Oh, I love that last bit right there. Uh, we got news about that, about Heroes of the Storm today, because, uh, well, it's in the news, and something happened, and it's kind of a big deal, and it made Bo sad. To the point that his hair is covering one eye and he's wearing yeah, a hoodie. I mean, I think arguably it's not a big deal. It's so an unbig deal, except for the people it matters to. Yeah. And uh, th- today it just feels like a funeral, man. Uh, into the Nexus. Yeah. Uh, we have friends over there. Kyle Ferguson, Garrett Weinzerl. Zerl. Zerl. Um mm-hmm. Announced uh, the end of their run doing a Heroes show, I think. They're not the last ones. I'm sure there are still others. I know there's Q for Fun and stuff, but um, they were very prominent, very well liked by the development team, mm-hmm. and they ended up stopping their show. Uh, uh, you know, sort of similar feels as to when the instance wrapped up. And, well, the good uh, news with them is it's kind of a tiny timing thing because they were. I mean, maybe I'm not supposed to know this. I think yeah, they didn't announce things yet, so don't yeah, yeah don't, I won't you know say anything. <laughs> Scott's but, like, well, but, I'm gonna announce it here for. <laughs> but they, they did they they did talk about uh, you know the feed is still going to be up and they're doing a new thing and they have two weeks they're taking two weeks vacation and then when they come back there'll be more to announce. But yeah. uh, what they're doing is not over, you know, shades of what we went through in 2018. But 
they were long-standing holdouts. And um, anyways, that, you know, there's a sadness associated with that. Sure. Um, sure. I got to know you because of them. Mm-hmm. I, if I wasn't an Into the Nexus listener, I wouldn't have played with you guys and would not be doing Oh, show. I didn't know it came that direction. That's cool. I thought it was from the instance. Yeah, I was a patron, and they needed someone to fill that spot when you were playing with Jeff Kanata and Van Skyhawk, or, yeah, Eric Van Eric, Skyhawk, yeah. and, and, um, and those guys, and you want, I think you wanted to beat Jeff Kanata really bad. I oh, I did. Before. Really bad. Yeah. And, I was just on his they, show. Yeah, they had a spot, and they were like, uh, well, we got this guy, Gorath, who wants to play. And I was like, sweet. And it was just such an honor. And I didn't, I expected to play one game and move on with my life. Or not move on, but, you know, just. Sure, that's all it would be. Yeah. But here you are now. So it's yeah. great. And so, like, it just means, that show means a lot to me. Yeah. And obviously, we do things with Garrett and Kyle in and about podcasting space. So they're good friends. And so, anyway, sad to see that sort of. Sure. Still wrap up in the context of which the news is they issued a formal press release on a Friday, which is where you put the shit news. You don't really want to hit the news cycle, right? Yeah. On a Friday, they're like, by the way, BT dubs, we're treating, uh, thanks for playing the game. Love you guys. We're treating it the same way we're treating Starcraft too. Yeah. Uh, they didn't even formally announce maintenance mode. The cash shop will still be open. Uh, the game still be running, of course. Rotation but of heroes. Just, they're not giving all the heroes out or anything like that. Yeah. They're just letting no. it run. No, they still want to make money. Yeah, yeah. But, but it's just what I think what is sad about it, like obviously it ending is like not desirable from people in the, com- in the community um, who made friendships and who just really loved that game. And, and it's the way they continually treat that game. It just yeah. pisses me off like so infinitely yeah. because I, and I hear a lot from listeners in the chat room. It might show up too. It's a business. They got to move on. Uh, they can't be spending their eggs in this day. What do you expect? Uh, money's where they're going. It's, they built a community of people and then just basically sh- just shit on it. Like what if I invited you to my house for dinner mm. and then I fed you chips and I was like, okay, get, get the hell out. <laughs> They're like, well, that, well, like it, it just feels just, it's, it, they never bring it up at the BlizzCons anymore. Yeah. They, it's always like left off of things. Like they treat it so badly. Yeah. And it actually, I mean, maybe it's not a huge community, but Blizzard is a quality first, a community oriented thing. They treat it with such absolute disregard that their own developers, like you said, tweeted today that I don't like their messaging because it's just, it feels like there's like this, it's like the redheaded, like the, it's the kid, it's Harry Potter. It's the kid you keep in the basement. You don't show when guests come over because you, they got boogers in their nose all the time. It's like, I don't know. Like, but yeah. But it pisses me off, and I'm just like, ugh. Like, and so just, that's why I'm feeling dark and gloomy, and I got my hair down. I'm yeah. like, emo. I'm going to listen to some Cure later. Hoodie. Yep. Yeah. That'll be good. Uh, I, yeah. Look, if your house, if that dinner at your house is ketchup chips from Canada, I might I might still be down. I might be okay with it. <laughs> you might be okay. Those are No, really but you know what I mean? It's just with such blatant disregard. Like, the overall company has treated that game, and I just hate it. You know, I was on the Wizards of the Coast site. Going to take a look at Magic the Gathering online. See how th- that thing that thing's still running, still mm-hmm. running tournaments. The trade bots are in there. That thing's supported, uh, and and you know there's programmers working on it because it's up to date with the latest cards and and all the business. No one talks about Magic the Gathering online. You hear about Arena. I'm like, there's a company that supports its community. I mean, D and D and all that like recognizes that they've built communities, and Blizzard has taken the communities they've built up and absolutely just opened their anus and shit every possible <laughs> piece of poo they could on it. 
Um, and and it, it's infuriating to see, yeah. you know. And it's also kind of in the context, and we'll talk about it a little bit later. I really did not like Mike Yabera's interview <laughs> at the LA Times this week. Oh. Um, but, uh, you know, the um, – uh, just, uh, just, it's just, yeah, I'm sad. Anyways, you know, it burns your cheese. Hero shower. Yeah. This no. is, to start off as a hero show, it's just important to me. I was streaming it this week. I miss it. And if I, when I start, I don't think about it that much anymore. So it doesn't bother me. But when I really start to think about it, I, like the flames grow on my back and I get. Yeah. Get You're real, like your ultimate, you have salty. an ultimate and you, you pop your ultimate hitting your, hitting your cue right at the right moment or R, I guess. Um, so I don't think any of this is uh, wrong for you to feel this way. I certainly feel shades of this. I think uh, it did feel kind of like the writing was on the wall. John was saying pre-show that you thought they'd already put this in maintenance mode. So in some yeah, ways, got, this wasn't a surprise. I got that wrong. Apparently, I thought when they announced that for StarCraft, apparently I thought that for Heroes. I mean, I, I think they did have a formal announcement of like rolling back support. And I think a lot of people said it's in maintenance mode, but I don't think Blizzard officially said it. No. Uh, and as a result, I thought this had already happened. And, and so seeing it was kind of like an announcement of a thing that I already thought existed. So it didn't really hit super hard for me because I, I, I feel like I had already kind of been there. Um, but I do think for a lot of people, um, I do think this, you know, the game's not over. You know, it's it's up and running. It wasn't like, hey, we're pulling the plug. You'll never be able to play this game again. Um, it was sort of just a confirmation of, hey, there's, there's not going to be anything new. And... But I think the reason you see so many people kind of, you know, in mourning or, you know, saying goodbye to the game or reminiscing or, you know, even packing the bags on their shows and things like that is I think a lot of people held out hope or said, you know, I can accept what we have. And I think that this sort of thing gives people an off ramp for the game yeah. to finally go, okay, I can reconcile where this game's at. Yeah. Like they have said it, what I've suspected I now know is true. And this is where we're at. And this is what's going on. And okay. Yeah. I can, there's I can a, let there's a bit now. of that. Or, I, I also you know, think whether that you feel good about it or not, you can let it go. Sure. I also think that there's, um, a sign here that maybe blizzard doesn't actually know how to make a long running community based, uh, to use Bo's words, uh, maybe another term would be games as a service type thing. I don't think, I don't think they know how to do it. And the reason I don't think they know how to do it is they could have kept this going. I'll bet you money if 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 there was a small company called the Heroes of the Storm team, and all they did was make this game and focus their time on it, that it's profitable in that regard. It's profitable enough to have a company make this game and continue to build on it. Is it? profitable enough for something as big and gargantuan as Activision Blizzard? I guess not. Clearly not. But uh, there's a world somewhere, there's a reality somewhere where this game continues on and is a a profitable growing concern that they continue to build and make. I don't think Blizzard has the constitution for it anymore. Now you you could say, well Scott, if this had been a runaway hit and just clobbered uh both here or um Dota 2 and uh League of Legends, we'd have a very different conversation right now. Probably, you know, like that, that would have probably made, made the difference, but I don't think Blizzard, I think Blizzard's past the point where they can make a, a middle sized game 
and 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 support it. Like I don't have any confidence in that now. So whatever they yeah. announce next, like Overwatch Two is, a, uh, I'm excited about that game, but I don't have any faith that that's like they've got that figured out yet. How to how to add on to it? And where I mean, Overwatch no, One. They haven't, they haven't done a good job of supporting any of their games, like yeah. even Overwatch. And we we make the joke here because you know I'm a firm believer, and I'll just say it. I've alluded to it. Let's be blunt. I think Overwatch, in a big way, was one of the nails in Heroes of the Storm's coffin. I think some of it was how they marketed that game. Like I think the game is genuinely good. I think that if more people had tried it in the right mindset, I think it would have been a huge hit. And I think one of the nails in the coffin is Overwatch. I think both games, when they ultimately came out, came out around the same time, betas and actual launches. And one of those games got all the attention and the focus and all the glory, and that was Overwatch. And I think it cast a very big shadow over Heroes. So I'm not a huge fan of Overwatch for that reason. But even that, even the game we prop up as the quote-unquote golden child of blizzard like even that game hasn't gotten support in a long time because they're working on overwatch too mm-hmm. but okay like that's been a while and it seems like they don't even know what that is and they stop supporting it to do that yeah. you know you could make the argument that overwatch is in maintenance mode right now and uh i i don't think that blizzard has shown long-term support uh, very effectively of any of their games except maybe World of Warcraft but even that I think you could argue has certainly had problems of Blizzard's own making with how the game is supported yeah it's in a it's in a maintenance mode of its own of its own definition a little bit <laughs> like it's just in a, it's in a, a, war, a World of Warcraft loop that is not thrilling players but it's making things run smoothly on their end. And that's not, I don't think that's how you make an innovative experience. Like I, I'm more worried now than ever about, I guess I'm less worried about Diablo four. It seems like they've got a pretty good plan, but I'm more worried about that, uh, survival game they're working on. Does that have a name yet? I can't remember. They have a name for that thing, but, but that's a kind of game that if you, it, you got to hit the ground running, do your best patch, 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 update, change, add on, like, it's a that's if they want that to be one of these things, they're going to have to show extraordinary commitment to it. It's got to be more commitment than they showed to Heroes of the Storm. Well, they're quick to dump and run. Like yeah. I don't, like that's yeah. Like Diablo three. Oh, you know what? Dump dump it. Yeah, uh, heroes some, dump some it. Some seasons here and Overwatch. Time. Overwatch. Do you watch Overwatch two? Gets some success for a while. Doesn't make it. Dump. They're and just, you say you're dump. not worried about Diablo 4, but I'm be honest with you, Scott. I think more of that comes from you wanting Diablo 4 to be good than actual. Oh, like, I, I 100% agree. I, I believe that, too. Like, I don't think I'm basing this purely on what I want to see happen. And not. <laughs> it'll be good because I hopefully <laughs> yeah. I will it hard enough. It will happen. Yeah. Like, I, I feel like I mean, there is some momentum there, certainly. But I don't you know, I don't know. And I and, and I know even less oh. now because of all of the, all of this. Like, what is he? What is even? Ah, man, it's so weird to ask this. What even is Blizzard now? Like, what is this? Are you That's, guys? What are you making? What are you doing? Okay, well, Diablo Four, cool. But what? On the whole, what are? I don't know what they are now. I don't know what they the are. Lead, that that lead dev, I think his name Sean Gibson, who was part of that survival thing. Allure yeah. brings up in the chat. Uh, he's left the company, by the way. Oh, I thought this was his his 
big yeah i remember him reading a tweet like i remember pitching this <laughs> this is, i wanted to do this <laughs> and then he's out oh my gosh. <laughs> like as of this week he's gone <laughs> i didn't know that see that gives me yeah. all kinds of reasons to worry that thing's not ever going to see the light of yeah i mean you know it's like chris Benson being like uh, expansion coming out okay i'm leaving goodbye like it's just the timing you know yeah like it's like you're trying to for better or worse, you know, the, the lead dev's kind of an important ambassador for the product. That's a community focused thing. Like, I think, I, I feel like it's the Activision side of things that doesn't get that the role that these lead developers play in community based games. Like, um, the FF14 guy is a good example. He's not just a game developer, he's a priest. Like, he's there like no like seriously yeah. these game devs no, playing these leadership wrong. roles and i think it, that kind of thing was started by blizzard with mike and with with chris like that maybe they don't realize it maybe they felt it was overblown but these community communities have leaders and these games have communities and they're perceived as leaders ben brode is the face of hearthstone he's the priest mm. and now all of a sudden uh maybe i shouldn't say priest i should say something cooler because you know priests have not a great reputation, but no, although sometimes. Blizzard... Well, neither of... do Blizzard devs, as it turns out. <laughs> <laughs> okay, hang on. Let's... <laughs> it's a different name. Uh, um, uh, what, what, what's, Oracles. It could be a Warhammer thing. Figurehead or Oracle, like an Oracle. No, no, like no, a... I don't know. No, spiritual leader. It is okay, spiritual. Sure. It is a, commu- a community. Let's just say community leader. I feel like community leader sounds like such a lame thing that it doesn't evoke the kind of um, power that someone has when they lead a community mm. with their voice and their presence. Uh, and and Blizzard games were shepherded that way. You know, when Dustin Browder, we loved him in Heroes, and when he left, we were sad, but we got Captain Adab. We're like, oh, sweet. We got we got a, a replacement um, spiritual leader. Yeah. <laughs> a sheikh. Let's just go with Islam. We got, we got a sheikh uh, or a rabbi. <laughs> we got a game rabbi. Um, I don't think shake shake is a different thing, isn't it? That's not like a no, no. That's sh- what shake. you get at McDonald's. A seek, a seek, or a shake. I don't, know <laughs> I don't think pronunciations are interchangeable depending on how look. you feel. <laughs> All right, can you someone look that up while I talk? I know there's a shake, but I think it's a leader in like I think it, Arab culture, S-H- but not. Yeah, yes, in Islam, the the, the spiritual leaders are uh, either Sikhs or sheikhs. I can't remember. Are you, no, Sikh is a whole different religion. You're thinking of. Um, uh, Amons, uh, Amons, Amons. I'm glad you picked something you were an expert <laughs> on. Hey, no, I, I, I have. Excuse me, I've fasted for Ramadan several times. Yeah. Uh-huh. I know about the five pillars. I'm yeah. not Muslim, but I was in a relationship with a Muslim woman, and I've observed my Did fair they share. Of tell things, you but... about all the shakes? Yes, <laughs> pretty sure. Oh, I'm, uh, I'm pretty sure I have that wrong. Probably Imam, <laughs> Imam, 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 Imam. Yeah. I guess I'm thinking of something different, a Sikh maybe from something else. Yeah. Sikhs are those anyways, cool guys with the cool terms. Yeah. yeah. Um, anyway. Anyways, inshallah. But um, all right, the imam. Yeah, say imam. The game imam. Electric okay, mom. Yeah, got it. Is, is an important part of leading the community, and Blizzard set that standard. And they've the audience for Blizzard has come to like embrace that as part of fandom of a game, as part of the direction it's going. And there's just very little of that now. You, there's always a new face. 
the faces tend to go. Like even the Diablo lead, we got, I can't remember, I think his name is Lu- Louise. I'm just worried about naming anything now because it's going to be wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I <wanna> th- <laughs> so, but remember, you know, Diablo 4 trailer, it's like, wow, that is awesome. And the lead comes up and like, this is our imam. He's going to be with you here to launch. He's, I'm going to place my trust in him. We are going to go great places and he's yeah. gone. Yeah, he's out. Uh, how are we supposed to get enthused and feel like we're in a community when people are like, I'm leaving. A good example is uh, Greg. Uh, Greg Street? Yeah. Yeah. I was going to call him Ghost Walker, but it's Ghost Crawler. Um, <laughs> yep, yep, you're right. Or Greg, Greg Walker. My brain. Oh, jeez. Greg Walker. I like Greg Walker. That's I'm cool. in mourning, guys. Please. It's all right. Greg listens to the show, um, so he'll probably enjoy Greg Walker if I yeah, had to guess. Gre- he'll enjoy it. But Greg is an imam. Like, he, the game, they've shown nothing of the game, and people are out here like, this riot MMO better be good, dog. And he's like, "Well, we're trying, you know." Like, uh, stay t- like he's out there leading already, mm-hmm. and like, yeah, he's probably gonna move on and not be there forever. Like, I don't know what his career plans are, but like, he's going to hand off custody to someone that is trustworthy as well. That handing off, and if you look at the way the Blizzard corporate structure operates, there's like no value placed in that whatsoever. It's full. It's full. It's it just any other game company, you know, basically. Top feels right now. Blizzard yeah. is the one that pioneered these these leaders, and and you know, even someone like Phil Spencer gets to feel like a bit of a gaming imam, like yeah. he's filling that role of being a community leader. Uh, we're gamers. Trust me when we when I say we're just trying to do what's fun for you and what pushes tech forward, and um, that's all the difference, man. And so, yeah, when the Sean Gibson guy leaves, and you're like, well. Yeah. Like oh, clearly something, clearly uh, it just it just sucks, man. It, it does just suck because it sucks. Not only know, all of this aside, like it, even if you just look at it from a purely gameplay perspective, it's the best. It's um, people are gonna be pissed, probably me saying this again, but it's the best MOBA there is. Like fine, yeah. like your other games, whatever. They're <clears throat> they're obviously gonna be playing the, those games a lot longer than you may be playing Heroes. But at the end of the day, I had so much more fun in this game than I did any of those. And I have no desire to play other Amobas. I don't. I want to play this. That's it. It's the only one I wanted. And now it's now it's in some kind of weird mode. And everything in that announcement just came off as sour sounding. Like, to our Heroes community, we say thank you. You continue to be one of our most passionate communities. Really? Well, if you've really felt that way, I feel like you might be doing something more than just, well, we're putting it in, uh, you know, it's like grandma's going to the home. She'll be okay. You can yeah. visit her, you know, and yes, pay for the stuff still. So, eh. yeah, just, and give her money. It's a reverse grandma. Yeah, reverse grandma. <laughs> we all end up it's, with a reverse uh, grandma. Yeah, point. it was just the absolute bare minimum. Like, I think a a community conscious person in the the role there would say, "We're saying this is we're sunsetting Blizzard. Everyone knows it. That's going to be the perception." Let's on like they could have put a video out or done some sort of production or something honoring their community, right? Like we've gotten together on our shows at various times and lamented it and and then moved on. The company hasn't done there's no respect. Well for, maybe they just wanted to rip the community that they They're like, okay, get get the hell out of here. Maybe they Go just over. wanted to rip that band-aid off and be done, you know? Like I'm not saying it's good or bad or anything in the middle. I'm just saying like there are there are situations in life where you're like I just don't want. I just, I just don't want to do this anymore. And that's usually individuals saying that, not a company who can have a whole board meeting about what they're going to do. But 
and I'm not excusing them, but it does it does feel like they were just like, oh, rip it off and be done. Let's move past this. It's already kind of in maintenance mode. We'll make it official and move on. Yeah, well, they're not. They're, they're on, I don't know. They're making. We'll talk about how well they're doing, which kind of sucks because you want to say like they'll reap what they sow, but that clearly is is not going to be the case anyway. Not so, immediately anyway. I don't, I don't, in the long term, though, it's basically, it's like just. Ugh. <laughs> it's just. It's like when you had a bad breakup, but you were good for a few years, and then you saw them again, and it all comes flooding back in. Oh like, yeah. Yeah, that's, what, a bit of that's that. what it's like for me today. I'm just like, I'm like right back there in 2018, like as mad as hell. Yeah. Uh, so that yeah. was a rough year for this. Although I'd go back to 2018 now. <laughs> 2022 is not so great. Um, <clears throat> anyway, so yeah, that's the uh, essentially the end of the game. You can still play it. All your stuff's still there. They're giving away a, a mount, some kind of spectral lizard thing. Let's see. Where is it? Uh, the epic arcane lizard mount. Next week, you'll all get that for free with a patch if you log in. I'll probably do that just because, I, I don't know, why not? Log in and get it. I feel like you should have it. Yeah. I feel like I paid enough and spent enough time in that game. I deserve yeah. a free mount. Yeah. Well, a lot of money in that game. Yeah. I, th- I think the thing was that was a rare mount because it was only earned and ranked. Like first season. Oh, maybe. really? Highly desired one, something like that. Yeah, it's like makes cool rainbowy colors or something. So they're letting us have the JPEGs, at least one JPEG for free. That's yeah, good. they're like, uh, sorry your uncle died. Uh, here's a JPEG. <laughs> <laughs> wow. That's, that's what that letter read to me. Like, yeah. like can we do a eulogy? Bastard? Anything? You want to say anything like, about yeah, this? Like, yeah. like, they deserve to get, like, whoever came up with that as a plan, like, I don't know. Just... I don't know. We're going to get into it in a minute, and I don't necessarily want to spoil a different news story. But like, yeah, let's move on. You look at you look at what From Software did for a person for being an ambassador for their game. Yeah, and you think Blizzard couldn't find some way to actually pay tribute to a game that still had a bustling community? Yeah, no, yeah. Maybe not the one they wanted, but. The one they, they had. They yeah, they, yeah. No, you're not wrong. Like 100% they could have done this. And this is the kind of stuff they did used to do. I was a direct recipient of that during the instance days, during the heyday of that. 2008 through, let's say, 2012 was kind of the hot, the hot zone. And in that zone, they were reaching out constantly. And you would suddenly, even something as simple as the Diablo team once sent me a skateboard that would that had Diablo a uh, big thing of Diablo painted on it and all the signatures of the dev team like I no other reason except to say thanks for being part of the community like I'm not saying I've got that this a is mini version of that orc statue that they have on their campus from being a uh, a subscriber to WoW and it was during a lull in WoW and they just sent out an appreciation to anybody that had been subbed from the beginning as a as a thank you. Yeah. for being supportive of their game. This they used to do this done. stuff. Yeah. It's not above it. No, they used to do this stuff. They used to do it on the regular. And I'm not saying that that's everything here. That isn't. I think the game and its players matter more than what influencers stat slash content creators did. But there is just a feeling of like, I thought you were my dad and you left me on the edge of the street with my baseball and no one picked me up. It's kind of this weird abandonment feeling. I felt yeah, that way in yeah. 2018 and I definitely feel it now. And they I, continue to do it. Like it's been like it keep give it, give it, Oh, by the way, yeah. <laughs> like we know that here's already in maintenance mode. Like what you've had like two updates for it. Like 
no shit almost you want to say yeah yeah no new heroes since what the, the stupid but, you know, Kroger, who, whoever Kroger. you have left over on the heroes team, Kroger, <laughs> give, give, give them a hundred thousand, say like, make a video and like, get, get, talk to some people, like let people pour out their love, like just something, anything like, uh, what's the name of the so damn gross. character? Ho- Gro- Kroger, Hoger, Kroger, ha- Hogger, Hogger, Hogger. Oh, I was like, yeah, it's like, what are you that, like, listing that grocery stores? Kroger. Are you listing grocery <laughs> stores? That, that is what it sounded like. I could not get freaking Kroger out or freaking Hogger out of my head. <laughs> Kroger. <laughs> That's the chi- in China. He's called Kroger. <laughs> I just spent like a gnarly twenty four hours with the like worst vaccine reaction ever, and I feel like I don't know anything on the other side. I feel you're like I don't great. know anything. You're, do- you're doing great, buddy. Keep it up. Yeah, thanks, man. <laughs> here. Thanks, man. Um, well, anyway, here's of the storm maintenance mode. That's the way it goes. Let's get to the rest of this stuff. All right. So uh, one thing I wanted to mention at just the very top of the show, uh, we I think we all dabbled early on when this thing hit Game Pass back in the day, and there was some excitement around Outriders, um, kind of a looter shooter deal. Uh, you know, some compared it to Destiny. I would. I don't think that's a fair comparison, but whatever. Anyway, it was a thing. And then I just kind of fell off of it, even though I really enjoyed it at the time. Um, but there just seemed like to be an attitude about it. And people were being pissy about it, or I don't know what the deal was. I, I My history with this game, I haven't played it, but this is a game that got me a lot of negative feedback from this show because I said, of course it failed. It looked like it was going to fail from minute one, and it's unsurprising that it was received poorly, which I still stand by. Well, it didn't. Uh, it didn't works. fail, for the record. It, it's got a very. It's got a, 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 a excitable player base that's stuck. I with thought it. we had an article about how it didn't meet expectations, even with Game Pass. Uh, Square, that was, yeah, Square Enix d- dumpstered it. Yeah, well, it Square yeah, Enix same. says that about everything, though, as we've learned. <laughs> that is true. Yeah, that is one hundred percent true. Yeah, you think you think Blizzard's weird. Um, so <laughs> anyway, it's been going strong and they had a big update come out and I just wanted to put it out there that I played a bunch today while I was sick and it's fun. It's real good. Yeah. It's called world yeah. slayer yeah. now. And, uh, well, it's called outriders comma colon world slayer. And, uh, they added a whole bunch of stuff and put in a bunch of quality of life stuff and some transmog stuff, which made me think of John and, uh, man, it plays good. That game's good. I like it. Oh yeah. I think I might queue it up for an install because. It didn't run that great on my PC. It will now. Before yeah. and yeah, it'll run a lot better. So yeah, you should. So, you should yeah. check it out. And the and the patch I'm mentioning, this World Slayer content is all free. You know, it's not DLC or anything. It's just oh, it's it isn't an X pack. It's just nope, free DLC. Just a free oh, update. Shit. Yeah, and it's good. Super good. I mean, they did better it. than Heroes of the Storm. They they basically canceled this game and then gave. <laughs> Yeah, the DLC for gave free. it a whole update. All here, all heroes is like, hey, you get a mount. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, I'm enjoying it. So I did that because I didn't know what else to do today while I was trying to convalesce, and I did that. So um, a lot of fun. All right, let's get to some stuff here. Chad says it's forty bucks. Is that true? Uh, the game is by uh, if you don't or if you don't get it on Game Pass or don't already own it, but the the oh, update is okay. not. The update's free. I got uh, it today. Really? Yeah. Well, on Game Pass it is. That's where no, I'm playing it. Nobody's oh, believing Pass. you. Oh, okay. Yeah, Game Pass. Uh, so yeah, so I, I own it outright. That's I think that's the difference. Yeah, but, if you own it, uh, I think you get it. Yeah, the, no, the World Slayer upgrade fifty two dollars ninety nine cents. Mostly negative on Steam. Well, wait. How come Game oh. Pass got it then for free? 
Well, so Game Pass usually doesn't do the DLC. Usually it's a buy more, yeah. but maybe that was something they they did different. Yeah, I got um, it all. But everyone's saying it's like it's $52 for the World Slayer DLC. Well, maybe I won't be installing it. Maybe you won't be, uh, yeah. At that price, uh, maybe not. Guess what? Don't worry about it. Nobody else will. Uh, that's not true. People are playing that game. There's plenty of people. Look, there's probably more people playing that than Heroes, which bums me out to even say it, but probably. A lot of it is just they're saying it's really poor value for the money, but I think it's because it's a fifty. They try to do the Destiny thing here and charge fifty two dollars nine nine cents. Yeah, I thought that was just yeah. I'm looking game. at it right now on Game Pass. Uh, I can I can get the game uh, included with Game Pass, but if I scroll down, Outriders World Slayer forty seven ninety nine with Game Pass with Game Pass. Yeah. So maybe so what they've done, I'm playing, I get, a, I get, okay, so you get a bunch of the features as part of it, but I don't have, because I'm not there yet, I don't have the campaign content. That must yeah, be what that is. Yeah, that's probably what it is. Okay. It's probably, they, they, they did it, a lot of games will do an update and then the content is, yeah. Yeah, so, so all I can speak to, <clears throat> I guess I can't speak to the value of that content, uh, but I can speak to the value of the, some of the stuff. They re-rolled the way root, uh, uh, loot works, can't say mm. words. Um, they basically kind of call it their loot 2.0 sort of. And, okay. um, I don't know. I just had a really good time with it. So if it's, you know, I don't know. It's a, it's a good, it's a good game. Like, uh, I, th- I thought it was good. Yeah. I liked um, it. So like, I can understand why you'd say it was good. John? I have no opinion on the game to be clear. I haven't played it. I'm just saying that I'm not surprised nobody else played it. <laughs> well, hang on. All right. Hang on. Since it's an issue, we got this, uh, let me just look at steam charts here. Look at concurrence, <laughs> Steam charts, Outriders, and let's uh, see. Thirty-day uh, average is about three thousand people. So that's I mean, not too bad. In the scale of games we're talking about, that's not very high, but um, you know, it's still there are people playing it. I guess sure. Uh, yeah. The the review on GameStop, GameStop, GameSpot says uh, the World Slayer review pleasantly altered. That's how it felt when I got in. <laughs> That's how I feel when I wake up in the morning. Yeah. It says, with an expanded endgame, new difficulty tears, and new story content, World Slayer adds a lot to Outriders, even if none of the additions are mind-blowing. But I don't know. I It felt refined to me, and I I enjoyed it so far. I mean, I haven't done that much. but Yeah. I mean, there's a healthy a amount of players. I'm looking at one year now, and it's, uh, you know, the one-year average dipped down below but there's still like people playing it you yeah know, like, i don't know why it down, got but i don't know why it got um i don't know why it has the ire of people uh i don't i don't understand it like it's as a generic name it looks like anthem meets destiny it doesn't have anything that immediately stands out as unique <laughs> it didn't seem like it got supported it didn't get great reviews at launch there weren't a ton of people playing it yeah and it just disappeared into the ether of video games yeah again none of that is a statement of this game is bad that's just the sad real i could say the exact same thing about heroes of the storm and i love that game yeah but here we are yeah like it's the it's the sad reality of video games. It came out in the shadow of bigger video games. It didn't do anything to really stand out. It didn't seem to get a lot of attention. It's not in the bad titles club because I think Outriders is actually a fine title, but it's it's generic enough that it doesn't it doesn't stand out. Yeah. And I think that unless the game was spectacular, it's hard to make a foothold when you have a lot of things 
going for the games that are the big names. Yeah. I think what's what struck me as interesting about it then and now is I like the third person combat versus first person and I like the ability system in the game where you do your wackiest shit because it comes fast and furious like you're always your cooldown timers are pretty short and so you're always like ripping the ground a new hole or impaling a dude <laughs> or ripping the ground a new <laughs> hole. <laughs> that's my favorite yeah screw you ground <laughs> take that ground yeah i love that stuff so anyway well whatever it's a it's a game it exists if you want to play it, go check it out check this out in television says the amico is on its way uh, do you guys care? Because I don't. I don't no, like. I don't like in television. Amico. So, so I put this in because I know you like consoles and weird controllers. And television <laughs> is releasing a, a console. Uh-huh. Uh, did you know about this? No, I, I knew that. I knew something was yeah. going, but they hadn't made an official announcement about when or what or what the what was in this yeah. thing or whatever. I just thought it looked wild because it looks like some sort of weird tray and the controllers are too, <laughs> are, are, they look like two like weird, um, like fish finders. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> like it's so weird that I'm like, I, I, my brain was pleasantly tickled by the, the, the device. I thought you'd be really into it. It's just, it looks like it's just, um, updated graphics versions of Atari games, essentially. Like, so, but yeah, so like I I don't know where this fits in, but this I don't know, it just look neat. The controllers look neat. They're and, basically doing an Atari VCS move here. Um, yeah. Atari VCS similar deal where it's actually capable of running uh, f- higher fidelity stuff, but then also giant collections of ancient games. Um, I assume that 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 these will be here as well. the The problem I have with Intellivision is just that it was always kind of garbage. Like it was never. I understand there's a lot of love for it for certain people. I had one growing up. Um, it just, you know, it looked like shit. Those controllers were basically just data pads and they, they were terrible at controlling anything like this soccer game I had, which was kind of a cool game. Um, a looks like garbage and B controlled even worse. So I I just don't know why there's any, there's like in the modding scene, there's not a ton of love for, for this stuff. It's just sort of like, yeah, okay. Freaking Intellivision. All right. It existed. Yeah, like, I, I can understand that. I, like I said, I just, I didn't, was vaguely aware of it, and when I saw it, I was like, well, that's a wild-looking system. Pretty weird, yeah. Yeah. It was weird yeah. in the day. It's weird now. Um, and they're playing, you know, all these minis, like I was holding up this PlayStation mini earlier. These are all, you know, everybody's super stoked about these right now. They love the idea of bringing this nostalgic, tiny thing into your house that's even a more capable device and running 30 games off of it. There's just something cool about that. But I'm not sure the Intellivision crowd was was pining for it. That's all. I guess what, yeah, what's really weird about this, so this video I linked to, it's from it's in the Intellivision YouTube channel, but it's an unboxing video, but it's not released. Yeah. Because it's not ready, but they can unbox, like... <laughs> unboxing a prototype, I guess. This, yeah, I, but yeah, I guess so. I just, yeah, I guess what I'm saying is that's a weird. I think that's a weird decision. It is weird. <laughs> I just think I'm like, so it's not available, but you have a fully printed box with art and like terms and conditions and warnings and shit. Like the box is ready to go. <laughs> just yeah, so and there are also supply chain things or something. I guess it could be, but there was also some controversy about how it was funded, and I don't remember what that was, but there was some kind of like weird investor stuff and they somebody got investigated for something and it was this weird oh, thing they also turned off comments 
that's a, that's a weird move. Too. Yeah. Well, they, I don't know. Something about it's weird, dude. Something about the yeah. whole thing is funky. I can't quite get my head around what yeah, it is. Yeah, you know what? But, now that I'm watching this video a second time, yeah, I, I feel sort of. <laughs> I don't uh, know, but it's a neat, it's just it is a neat little device. I, yeah, it's got it's got stuff. The games look like oh my gosh, they got some bad ones like what well, Dyna Blaster is basically I think that's just Bomberman. Bomberman. Yeah, it's Bomberman. You got Bomberman. Dino Blaster? See, this is this is this is in television. This is the brand. Just weird shit named weird names. And so that if your mom wouldn't get the uh get your Atari, she got you this. And you just so had the to very definition it. of we have blank at home and then <laughs> that meme. Yeah. <laughs> I, I hate to say it, but yes, that is correct. All right. Gamescom coming up. Turns out people are going and uh, exhibiting and doing showcasing and stuff like that. And here's some of the people that we know are going. Uh, Nintendo and PlayStation, they are not going to go. Microsoft <laughs> is going. Not a surprise. Yeah. Uh, Electronic Arts also not there, but uh, MS going, Microsoft going, Xbox stuff going, Ubisoft, 2K Games going. Here's some others, 505, Aerosoft, Amazon Web Services, <laughs> AWS is going, <laughs> <laughs> AMD, BenQ, like we don't care about most of these because they make hardware and accessories and stuff, HyperX and so on. Um, but some interesting publishers, THQ Nordic, Team 17, uh, NetEase is going to be there, so yeah. they said they said Blizzard's not doing anything, but NetEase does Diablo Immortal. So yeah, maybe they'll do something with be, that. Never know. Maybe they'll, maybe they'll announce some new loot boxes. Yeah, Koch Media is going. Samsung, Sega of Europe, TikTok, yeah. <laughs> TikTok will be there. Yeah. don't you worry. Western Digital, uh, Warner Brothers. Gamescom, Games. I mean, on the theme of heroes, that used to be where some big stuff happened and it mm-hmm. is weird seeing no probius got announced there i think yeah it, did it i oh, didn't yeah. kelthazad get announced there as well yeah maybe maybe i don't know so, but they, like, it would do hero announcements at uh at, at, yeah. i want to say uh world of warcraft legion was maybe announced there yeah yeah i think Ooh, it was yeah, yeah i think you're I think right so. yeah. it was the teaser trailer with illidan in a green gem that's right yep and some of those guys Chilton and those guys kept around and talked about it. I think maybe Metzen was there. Because that was a big year because you're like, they don't just announce things at BlizzCon. They did it at Gamescom. Or actually, Metzen wasn't there because Metzen was with us at Blizz or at Nerdtacular the year before that. No, a week before it. It was a wink before a wink, a week, (laughs) a week before Gamescom's announcement. Chris was in Salt Lake at, at our event. Um, trying to deny rumors and things that people were talking mm. about with him, and we played a button. we played a fake trailer for the movie oh, yeah. and the game because I had Liam. Liam sent me some audio <clears throat> and played Illidan in this audio, and I could see on Chris's face that we'd we'd maybe crossed not crossed a line in like a negative way, but he was like, "How do they know that this has anything <laughs> to do with Illidan?" They know. So he was they a little know. freaked out that year, but. Uh, now Greg Literally came 2017, a couple of years later. So I guess Greg was already at uh, Riot by then. I think, right? 2014, I think he left. Yeah, that's right. Because yeah, we, think, I think so. Yeah, because yeah. we when he came, he came to our live show and made those the the stink about uh, warlords wouldn't let you fly until end of expansion or whatever the heck it was. It was the first time they were pushing that, and everybody lost their minds. And then he quit. <laughs> 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 out of here that's it 
All right. Hey, uh, John, what's going on in Final Fantasy 14 uh, here? Uh, stupid stuff. We'll talk about it. It's it's dumb, but it's kind of that in- entertaining kind of dumb. Yeah. So a, uh, a an, er- an erotic role playing Discord server. Oh, my Lord. Uh, <laughs> but four billboards to advertise a party they want to have in Final Fantasy 14. <laughs> that was awesome. <laughs> and so cool. Uh and so they did. And normally that would just be the end of it and it'd be a dumb thing that people did, but the problem is there's a couple problems with it. One, they used uh Square Enix's official Final Fantasy logo for their billboard which is oops makes it seem like it's endorsed by the company yeah. and it is not. <laughs> yeah. Um, they also used uh, data mined uh, outfits for some of the models on there, which data mining and altering the game files and stuff like that is very much against terms of service. What? Uh, so that that made uh, a lot of the players mad because it's Final Fantasy exists in a weird balance. Mods are not allowed in that game. Let me be clear. <laughs> I use mods in that game. Yeah. It is a very stringent don't ask, don't tell policy when it comes to mods in Final Fantasy. Yeah. You use them. You don't tell anybody you use them, even though I just did. But it is fine. And, <laughs> You're in trouble uh, now, John. Hold on. Hi, you Final Fantasy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> hey, look, I wanted to start over again. We Hello, can, Japan. Japan. <laughs> Yoshi, you, you don't, you you don't ask about it. Yeah. You don't tell anybody about it, and nobody knows what's on your computer. It, it's your business. Like sure. that's kind of the official policy. So whenever people, whenever people start talking about it and making a big deal, everybody gets afraid because all we are is like one big bad event happening, causing them to go. You know what? It's not worth it. Now we are actually going to come after you aggressively about these things in a way that we didn't before. And this kind of happened recently uh, because there were some people streaming the game with clear modifications running bands got handed out to prominent streamers. They got very upset about it. It was a whole big discourse. And so the community can get a little sensitive about anybody that's like showing off modded hairstyles and, you know, data mining stuff and, and stuff like that. So the players got mad at this group and this group decided instead of going, yeah, we may have made some mistakes, doubled down and insulted everybody that was mad at them <laughs> and basically told them to go F themselves. Uh, wow. They, they barricaded their server. So now the players have created a barricade in front of the guild house. Uh, last time I saw people check in on it, there were a bunch of people. This was before the barricade of cat girls. Uh, but there was just a bunch of people playing dead on the front lawn of their guild house. And there was somebody, a bard, sitting out front just playing. And they were just, that's what they were doing. And that was their form of protest. And uh, how can they actually physically block anything, though? It's you clip through people they can't. in the server. You just walk through it. I don't know why they're doing it, but they're doing oh, it. I, yeah, that's why I was asking because part of it seemed like they were barricading. Yeah, but they're cl- no. you can clip through everybody. Like, with- Everybody's clippable, right? I think. Yeah, yeah. Although, technically, I think what they could do is if a bunch of people that just wanted to protest the event showed up, I think there are like population limits that might they might be able to hit at least indoors, no. but outdoors would probably be fine. 
I don't know. It's oh, okay. So it's to, it's to fill up the servers. Yeah, it's it's a silly thing. The community's mad at these guys. I think it's mostly because they did modding, and because instead of going, yeah, we shouldn't have done that, uh, they they doubled down and basically insulted everybody. So it, it's it actually goes really well with what Bo said last week. You know, don't wrestle a pig. Uh, that whole business, like <laughs> I, I think you that's remembered. Pre- yeah. I think that's, was, I think that's was, don't wrestle apt. a pig and yeah. something. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> don't wrestle a pig because you both get dirty and the pig likes it. Like yeah, that's, there you go. Okay. I think that's. I think this is a, an apt thing. I think everybody should just let him have the party. Here's the thing. Do I think those billboards will work as an advertisement? No. There's way too much text. If you've seen the billboards, they're they're terrible. I don't think anybody is going to show up to this party going, you know, I wasn't going to go, but I saw this billboard while I was driving. And I remembered I play final fantasy 14. I'm not doing anything on Friday night. I know which server I need to transfer to. I know which district I need to go to and which housing plot this party's happening in. I'll be there. Like nobody's going to do that. But what it did do is it did cause a big stink. Everybody knows it's happening. And I have to admit, even as somebody that's just like, oh, this is so stupid. I'm like, should I go check it out, though? Kind of want to look. I could. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I get, there's a part of me that's like, I should just go see what's happening over there. So I think in the end, it will ultimately completely work. Yeah. yeah. Here's the thing, though. Uh, that game, I thought, was just a big commune of lovely human beings that are nothing but kind and generous <laughs> toward each other. It sounds like there's no. a little rift growing. In the, no, uh, there's, you know, it's like when we talk about this Canada. is a protest. This is a pro. This is a peaceful protest. Yeah, Final Fantasy fourteen. They wanted to Canada. throw a party. They wanted to throw a party, and Square Enix was like, hey, "Don't use their assets to throw parties in our game that relies on community parties." Actually, I don't think Square Enix has there are said rules anything. about how parties yeah. are thrown. They haven't like, made this a single is the comment. weirdest part. I think Square Enix has been totally silent. I think. I think oh, it's a hundred percent been perceived drama and perceived reactions. Yeah. Oh, yeah. oh, really? It's the player yeah. base assuming because because again, based on John's earlier comments, back in the day there were some band streamers and all that stuff based on mods and things. So the feeling is that Square probably doesn't like this. It certainly is against terms of service, and maybe it's don't ask, don't tell for the moment. But these people are deciding that. Uh, they're gonna be the police, and oh, so but it is a rift. So, so it's the partiers versus the narcs. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah narcs and like partiers. People were trying to narc, and they're like, "Oh yeah, well, you narcs can't play on our server." Then yeah. we're gonna. <laughs> I don't know. I'm with the party goers, man. It's it's a, it's an online world. Have have fun. Yeah, I don't think Square will say anything unless. Uh, they can figure out how to make NFTs out of it, and then they'll have yeah. lots to say. I mean, maybe they quietly go after them for the billboards, but it's not going to be some big public thing. They're not going to wade into the debate on Reddit and be like, let me tell you what we're going to yeah. do about these billboards, brother. Yeah. Like, they're just going to quietly go, can we figure out who these players are? We need to we need to stop this. Like, that's it. Yeah. That's about it. Yep. Well, there's that. Thanks for explaining. That's why I put it in there. No, I like it. It's a, it's a really dumb thing, but it's funny dumb. I, I love the idea that people got billboards for their stupid Final Fantasy party, which is an aspect of the game I do want to check out at some point. I tried once, mm. but I did not go to a popular party. And oh, mm, much like, like me life. in real life, yeah. I want to blend into a party. <laughs> like I want to just be a part of the crowd. I don't want to stand out. Same. And I showed up and there were only a few other people. And so I stood out very much. So I just acted like 
I, I just Abe Simpson. I just went in, put my hat on the coat rack, looked around, grabbed my hat off, and walked right back out the front. I know how you feel, John. I've been going through a lot of that myself this week. <laughs> <Yeah>. VR chat. <laughs> oh, yeah. I cannot wait to get to the VR chat talk because Bo has been places, man, this week. Places you none of us so. have been. Virtually. I'm excited about this. Uh, all right. There's that. Hey, let's talk about Mike Ybarra again. Although you wrote Ybarra. I like that. Um, Ybarra? It's A. It's oh, Barra. Okay. It's, it's fine. It's, look, I barely know my own name today. Uh, you barely know your own name. Anything. <laughs> you say that, but everybody's just going to remember the shakes. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> you can mess up every word, and I guarantee the first comments are going to be like, why is Bo talking about shakes? Shakes. What's the deal with shakes? <laughs> Uh, making me want to shake. Anyway, Mike Ybarra defends microtransactions, saying it's only at Endgame. Uh, they're earning a million dollars a day right now. That's even after Apple and Google's cut, because that's how that works on those two platforms. They both get their 30%, and then the, the remaining 70 goes to the developer. They're making over a million dollars per day on uh, Diablo Immortal. Uh, hasn't launched in China, where it will really do the big numbers. That surprised me. I thought it was already there. It's actually currently blocked in China. We don't know Ooh. if it's ever going to launch in China. Uh, currently, China board. has turned around and said nay to it, um, which is surprising. But uh, yeah, right now there is no official release date planned for China. So so NetEase, which oh, is Chinese-based, oh. right? And the whole uh, point we're past originally- what they announced, and then they did a delay, and we're past, I think, the delay now at this point. Okay. It's weird, man. I thought, that, I thought there was an update on that one. So he also says li- that he, says, oh go ahead they delayed its release hong kong taiwan to july 8 well we're past the 8 yeah, we are past the 8 would be today uh, would be they, a- they're past the 8 we're on the 8 here yeah so. yeah we're nearly past it our own selves he reports okay, that 50 percent of people are playing the game that have never come to never played a blizzard game before i don't think i believe that but whatever Maybe. i actually would think that was low but um really that surprises me i think yeah because it, it seems like a game for people that don't understand and <laughs> yeah but the, but the name diablo that's the cachet right that's well, he, what gets he's you counting in. us too who played it for 30 minutes remember the game hasn't been out Man, that long that's so. true i hate that i'm so everyone that's in the blizzard community <laughs> or just try like we all tried it so yeah. we we got tagged on a login we part of those numbers yeah, oh right. man they got me they did my joanna that i made they got you dude oh. What, what you Killed do? five spiders and quit. But uh, <laughs> a true hero of our ages, a crusader that went into the swamp, fought five spiders, and was like, "I'm done. I'm out." Game stupid. There, there was one particular part of this interview that really aggravated me, though. What's that? Uh, and I need to talk about. So Uh-oh, let it's it an out. Interview with Mike Yabara in L.A. Times, and you know, he's saying a lot of stuff. And far be it, we, you know. I called imams a shake today. Like we've all been wrong and said incorrect things and you don't want to get held to a full judgment based on one thing you said. Sure. And so I don't want to do that to Mike Ybarra. But in the interview, he says microtransactions are really only end game for Diablo Immortal. And that is patently false. (laughs) Is patently false. I was offered all kinds of things in like up to level 20 or 25 that I played yeah, like uh, passes boxes for finishing levels to buy packs, you name it. That, that is, that is disingenuous. That is, that is not real. Like, 
So basically, this is a person that will speak uh, that corporate speak that is not truth, and uh, it's noted, you know, in Telltale when you do something like that. So you know, Bo will remember that. <laughs> that was, I remember that you you said that that monetize. It's not a big deal, man. It's a free to play game, and monetization only comes in at the end game, dog. You guys are all uh, going crazy for nothing. Like, nope. I well, was. I, there were sale sales offers were made. Disrupting yeah, my but his, his language allows for that. And I'm not saying he's right. I actually think it's worse that they say it's that corporate false. speak is like this because when he says the philosophy was always to lead with great gameplay, he doesn't say the game absolutely does that and nothing else. He's saying that's our that was our philosophy in the beginning yeah. and make sure hundreds of millions of people can go through the entire campaign without any costs. Still also true. You don't have to pay a dime if you don't want to. He's not overtly saying we never asked for a penny, but that's. You know, again, I think that I'm not saying you're wrong, Bo. I'm saying what he did is actually worse. I hate corporate speak. That yeah, like we shouldn't. We as players shouldn't have to jump through corporate no, speak it, hoops to try and understand what they actually mean when it's, they say this. No, I hate it. It's it actually sucks. false. No, no, it is actually false. We got to like start wrapping our heads around the truth. When you play an, an RPG game, the stuff in the world that you can equip yourself with should just be there. Right, like it's a virtual world. You're, it's a, there's achieving verisimilitude. So the stuff in there, you equip, you earn, you get. So if some of that stuff, like the gems, which I was introduced to, how it works, that's in the fiction of the world. Gems are a precious resource. So if I'm presented with, if I want a level five gem, and I'm presented with the option to buy it, but it's behind a money gate. Then, then no, I can't go through the game because you're, the first similitude of the game uh, means that it is money locked. No, I agree. So, so, you're right. So when they say that, there it's it, it's it is actually a lie. Um, I think it, the, you you twist the you twist truth around so much that you think you're speaking the truth and you're saying a lie. No, I hundred percent agree it's with a you. Fictional world, yeah, and and you can't say it's not necessary. Well. I'm going to decide what's necessary on my playthrough. And if it's necessary for me to get level five gems, because I'm not just satisfied dinking my way through, but I want to murder things. Um, I don't have that choice to go after that unless I pay money. So you're right. It actually literally affects gameplay. I'm sorry, but you're, we're swallowing horseshit. You're totally and, right. And no, and, and I'm, and I'm not claiming otherwise. What I am saying though, is from a legal standpoint, He's not lying. And I know, and there's a difference. So it's a, let me tell you a great story about my childhood. When my sister was about six and I was 12, I thought it would be hilarious if I did a thing that happened. Okay, so we made a deal, her and I. The deal was if I cleaned, what was it? Oh, if I picked up dog poo for a week, then she would do my dishes nights for a week. Okay, so okay. we'd swap. Uh, things. And she didn't think I would just do it on an agreement. She had to have a, a contract. My sister, Wendy, all right, very mm -hmm. professional working psychologist now, professional woman, Wendy, when she was six years old. So she lays out this contract and she writes it all by hand and it's binding and has all the right language about who's doing poop and who's doing dishes. Perfectly well done. And I signed it, Scott Jensen. Mm. And she didn't notice. Now, the wow. story there is, because I was being a dick, <laughs> I could claim, well, I'm not Scott Jensen. I don't know who this Scott Jensen is. I mean, I'm 12, 11, 12, she's six, like whatever. But the point is, like, when Yabara or other corporate speakers do corporate speak, that's what they're doing. 
They're they're lying, but they are doing it in a way that they have loopholes and outs because they're not including the moral ramifications of their lies. They're only mm-hmm. including the technicality of their lies. That's the only point I'm trying to make, which is why I'm saying it is not only a lie like you're saying. It's worse than that because it dances around it. Just yeah. say it how it is, Mike Ybarra. That's all we want. Just say yeah. it like it is, man. So I, I love that story, uh, and yeah, I understand what you say. I just actually think this is still an outright lie, though. It's just it's it, it, like it's both like it's worse. It's bad. Like it it obfuscates the truth, just like your signature obfuscates the truth. Exactly. Right? If everything's everyone's doing things in good faith, yeah. You know, you signed it. You signed it. But <laughs> you're right. You're I did it, and I knew faith. I did it, and I knew that I was supposed to do what I was supposed to do, and yet I got out of it because I, I. Signed it with an E instead of an O. Yeah. And so she, what to I'm this day, is, is still mad at me, by what, the way. About I that. hate to judge a person completely on one thing they said. So this isn't a final judgment because everyone's like, Mike, your part is probably pretty good. Or, you know, we have hope for this company. This person got onto an interview in an official capacity and said wrong information uh, very deliberately. It, it is the 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 idea that it's required for Endgame only is n- not the case if things are available for purchase and the way i enjoy my game is i want to have power then you are affecting gameplay at all levels so agreed this is this is this is a this is a lie this is actually just this is grift outright lie and it that reflects really bad on this person as a leader and uh if you know i hope that doesn't happen again and if it does um I don't know. Like I just, but we'll remember that and we'll figure out how things look later on. But that, that is like, and again, it's one what one person said, but he's willing to get up there and and essentially lie. Mm. And uh, I, you know, I don't really ever think of the things that Mike or Chris said that ever really struck me in that way. And so he's he's you know, yeah, it's just it's again on the depression train. <laughs> Yeah, the Blizzard Depression train. Hop on, everybody. We got food. Come on. Uh, Come on. Be the, genuine, people. The like, water's uh, warm here. Uh, monetization comes in at the end. Okay, anyways, I'm going to stop. <laughs> I'm, I'm turning into angry man yells at clouds. But seriously, right. dude. Like, it's lame. Be real. Be yeah. real. I wish they would be a little more, like, just to own it. It's That's the mobile market. Don't try to evade it. Don't try to pretend like it isn't what it is. Just say, oh, yeah, we're, we're now in this. We're making a million bucks a day, and so, you know, we're going to justify it. So here it is. What just yeah, say that? I mean, as, I would as much that. as I hate that, like it's such a. It immediately just makes me think of the SpongeBob meme where he's all bent over and the text is all messed up. As much as I hate the excuse of like that's just how mobile games are. At least, yeah, yeah, it is. Like I think that's a crappy thing to say. I think that's a a crappy kind of scapegoat to give yourself or to give a company, but. Yeah, it's, it's like going to a, not wrong. It's and also, it's also true. Not a lie. Yeah, it's it's like going true. to an alley and getting mugged and being like, "That's just how alleys are." <laughs> yeah, yeah that alley, doesn't mugged. make getting mugged okay, <laughs> but it's true. Yeah, you're absolutely right. Uh, somebody in the chat room say that Polly Walnuts died today. Did I hear that? Uh, I saw Polly. someone say that. I don't want that. I want that Polly not to be want. true. I Nobody love that. Wants that. He's one of my favorite characters of all time. Hold on a second. I know this is a bit of a tight turn yeah 42 from- minutes ago tony sirico Sur- Sur- the actor known for his role as Polly, has died at 79 boo yeah man every day he's so just- good oh my gosh paul the character of Polly, one of the greatest things ever done on tv yeah that sucks all right well 
I want to go back and rewatch The Sopranos. I was me, just me at, like, I was just young enough when Sopranos was coming out to not, I think, fully appreciate. I loved it, but I, I feel like I would appreciate the story overall a lot more now. Uh, Chad Rick older, says he did three gangsters in a row. So I know about James Caan the day before, and he was in he was in um, Godfather, got an Oscar for it, supporting actor Oscar. And then who was the other one? Who's the third one? I don't know who that would have been. I've been really. Um, I watched Goodfellas. Oh, uh, yeah, Goodfellas. It's uh, what's his name? Uh, Ray, Ray, Ray Liotta. That's the other one. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Boo! I love that movie so much. Indeed. All right, moving on to this story from Software. Okay, now let's look at a company doing a nice thing. All right. Yeah, this is a good story. Yep. It's positive. It's very positive. From Software sends gift sword to let me solo her, a player that you, uh, that, uh, sorry, a player you can summon to help kill Melenia, 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 uh, for you or Melena. I think. Wait, wait. is it Melenia? There's because there's more than one Melenia type name. There's Melenia and there's Ev- Melena. Everybody in the damn game has the same Millennia. name. Yeah. Like, yeah, like it's really a thing. <laughs> yeah. It, it, and sometimes they're the same. Uh, sometimes they're the same person with a different name. Yeah. Sometimes they're not. Sometimes two people with two different names are the same person for some reason. It, let me tell you, I don't know what George R. R. Martin was doing, <laughs> <laughs> but he's he, like, there's some there's some things going on in Elden Ring. Uh, but yeah, I think it's like Melania or something like that. He's, I, I mean, she's he, one of the hardest bosses Millennia. in the game. Was it Melania? He's, the, I mean, he wrote and all that. So she, I'd say she, for me, she was the hardest boss. Yeah, it's Melania. Okay, Millennia. so former Millennia first lady of Michaela. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There you go. <laughs> former first lady Melania, hardest boss in the game. All right. Anyway, um, here's the deal: you don't help him, or he'll fail at it. Okay, so this is how this works. He helps solo millennia 1,000 times as a naked man with a pot on his head and two katanas. Yep. Um, and they sent him a gift sword, and that's pretty awesome. Yeah, so she, I think she is the hardest boss in the game. Like, it, objectively speaking, I, I debate that, but, like, I think so. Yeah. But I so got to go very and f- lucky. Yeah. Some of us got lucky, but it depends on your experience with the lifesteal. Um, but... <laughs> Certainly fighting it as a naked man with no armor. I think even like level one potentially. I'm not sure the details, but the in the game when you go to fight a boss, you can summon other players yeah. to to just help you and the person who helps you get some rewards. So when you summon someone and they got a pot on their head and they're naked, you think you're getting trolled, right? Yeah. But his name is like let me solo her, so you're like, okay. And if you don't help him. He'll just, he'll, sh- it's basically he'll style on you. Like, like, this is how good I am. I can kill the hardest boss in the game with nothing but two katanas and a pot on my head. <laughs> and, and I'll do that for you because it's so hard. It's like my public service to you. Here's, yeah. here you go. Easy, easy town. For There's you. your difficulty slider in Elden Ring, by the way. Did you, uh, use Let Me Solo? Yeah. Did you use them yeah. or not? There you go. <laughs> you've all, you've all been asking for difficulty sliders. They finally put one in as an actual human being. Um, I think that's great. And by the way, that reminds me, I, I fired up the uh, remaster, rebuilt, remake, whatever version of uh, Demon Souls, because that comes mm-hmm. with the mid-tier of the PlayStation Plus thing now. Yeah. And I just wanted to see it. Um, it's very pretty. They did a really, really nice job on making that game look good. Um, and it, you can tell it's kind of rebuilt from the ground up. But um, yeah, those games are all kind of the same. 
I'm not saying that's a bad thing. I know that's what people come to him for, but it's all about souls and it's every one of them. And it's all about dying real quick until you figure out the fight. And, uh, I think what I liked about it though, for the very brief amount of time I put in there was, uh, kind of a felt like Diablo, but behind my back, it was hard to explain more, more so than other, uh, from software games I play. I think there's elements of that for sure. In those games, uh, Diablo, Castlevania, lots of that DNA in those types of games. Yeah. Oh yeah. Castlevania. It's why I like it a a lot, but yeah. Yeah. The Castlevania vibe. I didn't even think of that, but that's true as well. And it's, it's cool. If you, anybody out there ends up with that plus middle tier or the third tier, I guess has it as well, but that's, that's a good looking game. Um, all right. I'm excited about this RoboCop rogue city video game is coming they got a brand new robocop game with peter weller coming back as the voice the original robocop uh i couldn't be more excited about this i'm freaking stoked i I went through phases i'm not in the excitement anymore because i thought about it oh no tell me why i shouldn't be i don't want to ruin it for you though scott like here's the okay here's the problem first of all i love robocop i've told this story i used to walk around like him as a kid and I it like I would just as I would walk through the house, I would go chuku, 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 and then I turn my head and I turn my whole body to match it. And my parents just thought I was weird. And mm-hmm. I, I thought it was amazing. Mm. Uh, I love Robocop something fierce. I think Peter Weller is great. Uh, so everything about this initially excited me. Here's the only problem with this. Though. Great, great 16 bit game era as well. They had an amazing Robocop game back then on my Genesis. They, I played the hell. Yeah, out of it. they did. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, but. Here, here's the issue okay. is how do you make playing as RoboCop in a first person shooter? Cool. Because he's not the most agile thing in the whole wide world. Yeah. His whole MMO or MMO, his whole MO <laughs> is. Wait, are you just, saying there's a RoboCop MMO? Holy shit. I'm so excited. That, that sounds amazing, dude. His whole MO is you walk in and he gets shot a bunch, but it doesn't hurt him because he's RoboCop. And then he slowly aims his gun at people and shoots them. Mm. And if you're going to be authentic to that, that's not very exciting. But if you get too far away from it, if he's all of a sudden first person shooting, rolling and stuff like that, now you don't feel like RoboCop. Mm. So you want and also you want to see and it's in the trailer, like the green targeting reticle as he kind of does the targeting people, mm-hmm. which looks cool in a movie, sounds cool in theory. Is that going to be an annoying as shit way to play a first person <laughs> shooter? Probably. Mm. It's just this weird thing of I'm like, I know I want it. Yeah. I hundred bringing it back to Blizzard. I think I want it, but I don't know if I actually do once I have it. I I hundred percent want this. I want this. I will say that without any qualifications. I want this game. I I trust them to figure it out. And if it's bad, fine. I'll 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 say it is when I see it. But I have I have no early problems here with what I'm seeing. This looks really yeah, good to they me. Can mechanically make it interesting if you are a tank, but you do have, you know, there's a limit to what can be done. So you, you have to do the combat chest thing and pick off the hardest targets first, that kind of thing. Yeah, like like a shoot, like a almost like a walking shooting gallery kind of game, mm-hmm. potentially. Yeah. Like- it does have Ed 209 in it, which I mean, like 90% of your problems right there are solved just by putting him in there. Should make him stop motion though. That'd be cool. 
Oh, Ed 209 is still the coolest looking. Thing. Oh, he's amazing. And that whole, like, you have 15 minutes to comply. And then the guy's like, okay, I'm complying. You have 14 minutes to come. It's like, holy, it still gives me anxiety, that scene. Because I, it's the moment where you realize, oh, no, he's malfunctioning. He's going to shoot the shit out of everybody in here. <laughs> oh, it's so good. Well, so that good. one guy, at least. I love it so much. You better do what he says. Like, <laughs> just... Plus, he's just and Peter he roars Weller, like man. a lion for no good reason. Yeah, like, that's true. Oh, that was so weird. I, but I love Peter Weller walking around going, drop your weapon. Burp, 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 burp. You know, like just his whole thing, his whole vibe is one of my favorite things ever. I really want this. So, uh, yeah, John will be cautious. I will be reckless about my excitement. Yeah, I'm excited about it because I again, I love RoboCop something fierce. I just. I don't if you said, OK, well, what do you want in a RoboCop game? The answer is I don't know. I want to walk into a room with invincibility mode on, I guess, and slowly go. With bullets going. Like, I just want to do that till everybody's dead and then occasionally um, grab someone by the face and just go, where is he? And throw him through a pane of glass before he gets a chance to answer. Uh, and have my hand turn into a cool spike. Oh, what if they had uh, 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 Red from that 70s show come back as the bad guy? That'd be cool. How would he come back? He's very dead. Yeah, he's super dead. But I don't know when this is set, right? I don't know when this is. He could be the nemesis Robo Red. Robo Red. Oh, sir, they made him a robot. <laughs> yeah, nobody dies in Robocop land. They just, Ro- they just have. Robocop versus Robo Criminal. I wonder if they'll have any of the weird commercials or if I'll get to run over some guy who's been in the toxic waste and he just smears all over my windshield. Like, there's so many things about Robocop I want to see represented here, and I don't, I don't yeah. think we'll get it all, but. The mini game where you have to pick the right spot to shoot through a lady's dress so you can hit the guy in the nads yep. on the other side. Right in the nads. Oh, yeah. They got to do stuff like that. Hell yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. With like particle effects and the little pieces of And don't of forget the, uh, the spike that he has in his hand, too. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You can just. Doesn't he use yeah, it to like a, program stuff, too? Like to stick yeah, it into a computer? Yeah, it's a data spike, but he. But somebody was like, hey, what if a cool spike came out of his hand to kill people? And they're like, well, why do we give him that? He's like, no, he puts it in computers most of the time. (laughs) Oh, and if they drive it, someone in the chat mentioned the Ford Tauruses. That's what all the cop cars were. That was a big Ford tie-in. I want all Ford Taurus future cars. I thought those police cars looked cool. They did. (laughs) Just to be honest, I think they looked really good. They did look cool. It was a good use of the Taurus uh, body and stuff. It was stupid great. I love that movie. I want to watch that now. A lot of Verhoeven and video games happening lately. Starship Troopers also got released. Oh, yeah, that's right. How is that? That little RTS thing, right? I don't know. I just saw it, and I'm like, more games that I didn't even hear about, we didn't even talk about, but here's a Starship Troopers Terran Command game. Looks like an RTS, I guess. Oh, I love Starship Troopers, too. I do, too. Those movies are so good. Yeah. I mean, they're, they're bad, like, but they're good. They're bad good. Yeah. But they're they're properly lampooning the thing. The thing is, is when I saw Starship Troopers, I was at an age where I didn't know it was lampooning anything. And I was like, maybe I want to join the military. <laughs> yeah. And Verhoeven, Verhoeven, I've yet to see a movie of his, except maybe that strip, that stripper one in Vegas. What was that called? Uh Oh, Showgirls? Showgirls. Outside of Showgirls, <laughs> I don't think there's a movie he's ever made that I didn't just have a great time watching. Like, Total you Recall. Showgirls? Yeah, I, I saw, saw Showgirls. Showgirls. I thought that sucked. I didn't it like is it. a hard movie to watch. I think it 
It sucks. It's not good. I I still don't know if I've seen all of it because eventually you just get embarrassed for yourself and walk away from it. Yeah. Yeah. Usually when it's they're in a pool. But yeah. And they're and that girl from Saved by the Bell, she's couldn't be more naked. It's just like a it's a 90s kid fantasy movie that just I hated it. I didn't enjoy it at all. But everything else he's ever made is great. It's all great. What's Verhoeven doing now? Nothing. Nothing. All right. Let's move on. Uh, EA makes a tweet that gets uh, roasted everywhere in the universe, including their own developers. Everyone's pissed at them. Not pissed at them, but made fun of them. Uh, No one likes the EA's joke about single player games, including EA is basically what this came down to. So here's what they said. Um, The tweet said, they're a 10, but they only like playing single player games. Meaning the joke is, well, can't date them. They don't like anything but single player games. Freaking F yeah. off, EA. <laughs> F off. You dicks. That's a dick thing to say. That's lame. And who knows? I don't know who your social media guy was that day. I, or lady, whoever. I don't know who it is. But they're dumb and they probably ought to have a talking to. Don't fire them. I'm not into that. But just, you know. They're trying to they're trying to meme, get in on the memes, make the tweets and well, the joke didn't land. Yeah, <laughs> joke super didn't land, especially, yeah. especially with just how much single player games they have, and how like there's a lot of complaining about you know Bioware stuff suffering at the hands of, uh, you yeah. know whatever the corporate uh, mandate is for video mm-hmm. games and stuff like that. So yeah, exactly. I mean yeah. some of the tweets just looking down this list here, I re- re- replies. They're a 10, but they made Anthem. Uh, somebody put a uh, ad for the upcoming Jedi Survivor single player game and said, this you. Yeah. Um, uh, sea of Thieves did a good one, which I really like, which is like, they're a 10, but they anchor to they anchor to, to stop the boat. Oh, yeah, they're a 10, but they which anchor is like, to stop the boat. Crofton does that all the time, and it's like, stop the boat, then anchor. Like, it's such a, like, you would ne- it would tear the bottom out of your boat in real life to do it like you yeah. know it just ruins the reality of it so i i appreciated that this one was before. sad though zach mumbach who used to uh, he said this is the company that shut down my studio and laid off 100 great developers because we were making yeah. single player games like gosh dang dude. yeah like visceral like we're getting a and they're, and they're making a dead space remake irony enough they could have just made dead space 4 and left them the hell alone yeah uh yeah like <laughs> the the big thing was that it was like EA developers were also like uh shut up <laughs> you guys like like yeah it's we're bad. So, we have so much baggage we're so mad at you and then you tweet this out like uh, it's pretty it's pretty lame yeah. but but kind of great that they did it because now we can all make fun of them yeah and they've got some big single player games coming up they've got their their uh, Dead Space remake unless I, unless there's some multiplayer weird thing I don't know about. Um, the new Star Wars thing, like John mentioned, these are all single player, big, uh, you know, epic experiences. Why do they talk like this? So that's yeah, what I'm saying. Like some chode. Disco Elysium is a single player game. It's so good. Like it's, it's, just- it's some chode on his lunch break, and he said the wrong thing. Dummy. That's what happened. Well, I couldn't well, find it, but there was somebody who their response to him was, "I can see why you would be unf- unfamiliar with the concept of tens." <laughs> 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 Yeah, they don't get a lot of tens these days. I mean, I I kind of was think, thinking that they were maybe going to see a bit of a turnaround because they were going to go back to what 
you know, some of these games that they've been trying to multiplayer their way through or just do PvP games or whatever. But maybe not. Maybe there's still dipshits over there. I don't know. Uh, so Omega9X says in the chat, I thought they were clowning on themselves. And I'm going to be honest, at first I thought this as well, because there was a period in EA's history, it wasn't too insanely long ago, where, I mean, it was around Mass Effect uh, 3, uh, where it became mandated policy that any game they put out have a multiplayer component to it, which is part of the reason why it was in Mass Effect 3 to have multiplayer, is it was something that all of their games had to have. And I remember that history and thinking like, oh, it was really stupid. And uh, and obviously they don't do that anymore. But my initial reading of the tweet was that they were referencing back to that era. But it doesn't read that way. Like, I, I will fully admit that while that's how I read it at first, like, I don't blame a single person for reading that and going, shut up, EA. Yeah, like, no. What are you doing? Like, even if they're, well, I mean, I realize. Like, we, that's like a meme format, right? Like, there yeah. are 10, but they. Oh, yeah, they're trying to be, like, whatever. They didn't invent. <laughs> there they are didn't 10, invent but they called meme. my religious leader a shake. <laughs> that's good. <laughs> I like that. We should reply to it. But here's what I'm saying. Like, it, regardless of what they said, just uh, hate when corporate tries to be cutesy. And sometimes Xbox gets away with it and does okay. Like, they do a lot of this stuff on social media. And I understand they want to connect with, like, the sarcasm of the fans or whatever. And I also know we live in a time where nobody can tell what's real or what isn't anymore. Like, I don't know if they're being serious here. Like John says, maybe they were. Maybe they were self-clowning. Maybe they were being dicks. I don't know. I've given up on knowing. So my answer is maybe don't write that. Maybe do something else like single player games are awesome. We're making a bunch. Period. (laughs) Like you're done. (laughs) Move. Move past it, EA. All right. Well, it's it's so so the social media sphere is such a weird thing because you know there's like people with talent on that stuff. Like whoever runs the Wendy's account, right, is just winning every day. Yeah. It's like it's like you have the Jerry Seinfeld of of social media managers running Wendy's, and then you hired. uh, um, uh, you know, uh, I don't. Uh, who do I want to insult? You know, you hired Ted Cruz to run like the EA Twitter account. And he's like completely not funny and and you know lame. Yeah, uh, he has you know, no. He's a, a good example. He has no sense of humor. That guy. So that's a good one. Yeah, yeah. So he thinks he's like some somebody. You know, like just it's a profession, but everyone has a social media account, and I think. A lot of people still discount like its importance because it also is just tweeting. Mm-hmm. So like, why am I gonna, why am I spending eighty grand on the salary for someone to manage my corporate? Oh, oh, that's why. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, maybe it's a, like a minimum wage guy running the account. And they're like, what have you done? We pay you a whole twelve dollars an hour. <laughs> this is the best tweet yeah, you could make. Our reputation. You don't pay me Wendy's money, so this is what you got, buddy. Yeah, I heard a really good one from the Lakes. The Great Lakes has an account like up in you know, the collection of great lakes in the country. So they have a yeah. Twitter account that just talks about tourism there and what's going on there and eco stuff and all that. And somebody was giving them shit. I can't remember what it was. And they said, Can you imagine that the way you want to spend your afternoon is arguing <laughs> with the, the lakes Twitter account. You're like, I'm not really stick it to him. Yeah. I know what it was. He said, the guy was some politician. He said, um, yeah, no, we get it. Water is wet. And they said, actually, water is not wet. Uh, Water is water. And when it touches something else, then that other thing is now wet. But we also assume that you don't have a lot of experience in making 
anything else wet or something like that. It was like some sex joke. Anyway, I can't remember it. It was really good, though. And I'm too stoned on um, vaccines to tell it right. So I'm not going <laughs> to. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You hang it in there, buddy. Yeah, I'm doing all right. Oh, I got shingles. it. I'm doing good. You know what's weird is when I started to feel better tonight, it's like I broke out in a huge sweat. And I'm still kind of like that right now. Just That's how I get when I get wet. sick and I get better. Yeah. I always have like a sweated out You moment. just do like a and you just like, usually it's Your in bed or something. Your at work, man. It's, it's got work. You know, if that was a corporate office, everyone's like rushing to meet deadlines in there. You know? Yeah, that's true. And, and then tell lies. They're build information to protect you from my singles in the future. <laughs> that's right. All right. So check this out. It's time for us to do a, a Dear Martha. We're not doing a Steam review. No, no. We're going back to an old magazine again. Electronic Gaming Monthly, EGM issue 47 from June 1993. Oh, oh wait, 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 wait. I, I know I didn't label it very clearly. But we have we cannot skip this one. Oh, this I thought the no was for thing. EA. Did I see that? No, no, no. no. Sorry. Um, the you know oh. uh, so the lead writer for Deus Ex: Guardians of the Galaxy, yeah, uh, Mary Demarl. You always see her with the Eidos Montreal presentations. Tall, red hair, red haired lady with the glasses. Usually, yeah. Uh, she's left Eidos for Bioware. Oh, well, that's EA and for sure. She's uh. like associated. She's the lead narrative for a lot of games. Including Deus Ex, the new, the rebooted Deus Ex, and was that you know, Deus Ex prequel? Was that a confirmed thing? I didn't know that was happening. That's news to me. No, 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 no. I mean, like Human Revolution and um, Mankind Divided. She was a lead narrative. Oh, on these okay. Because like, she's a she's a really big talent, and it's, I get it. That makes. sense. I'm like, no, stay with Ados, please, because I want I want Deus Ex. But yeah, me too. I don't know. Maybe this means the next Mass Effect will be good again. It's it's a it's a win for Bioware. So yeah, if she's working on Mass Effect. That's a good. I think that's a good thing. Next Mass Effect probably Dragon Age, Dreadwolf. Well, that's too, that's probably too close to being done for them to yeah, need a I writer. Think so. Yeah, I'm I'm, uh, I'm so curious about that game. I don't know what to think yet about it though, because I'm part of me loves. Um, We've talked about it before, but part of me loves Dragon Age and wants to see what they do with it next. And then part of me is like, yeah, but you kind of have such a spotty freaking history with that thing. Yeah. I don't know what I want out of that. Yeah. Um, Anyways, congrats to her, but also sad just because I I want that third Deus Ex game. Me too, man. I want it. Those games are so good. You know what else I want? Uh, Hey, Xbox, put the version that I own on my Series X. Give me 60 frames, please. Why is it locked at 30? I'll play that game again. I have it on my PC, but, you know, anyway, let's, <laughs> let's move on. Uh, here we go. John, uh, EGM, issue 47, June 93. It's your chance to tell us what Martha had to say. So what do we got here? You have multiples? You have uh, Saucy Martha? Uh, yeah, I've got I got two letters today. All right. I will do two letters from to EGM. Um, let me just quick eyeball and see if I'm going to do a response to see. Uh, yeah, we'll go ahead and do a Martha response okay. um, to, to the first one. Awesome. Here we go. My dearest Martha, CD games cheaper than carts? With the Sega CD soon to be out in the stores, will their CD-based games be cheaper than the Genesis cartridges? I have heard that it is very inexpensive for a company to mass-produce the discs. It seems to me that a major cost in making a cartridge-based game would be the chips and the circuit board. And since the CD is just a piece of vinyl, games, like audio CDs, would cost only about $20. 
Has Sega announced how much their CD games will cost? Yours in this life and the next, Robert F. Okay. So Robert F. thinking, oh, it's as simple as uh, CDs are cheaper to manufacture, therefore they should be cheaper. I have a feeling Martha's going to tell him yeah, some stuff. It didn't turn out that way. I wanted to read this just because of that. Because yeah. Robert! I feel like that is a, uh, I feel like that's a reality that we all think about. A lot. Yeah, that's true. But it turns out there's audio and video and all kinds of other shit. And they're not, and, and also they're not going to make stuff cheaper. I mean, hello, welcome to the world. Here we go. Let's find out what she had to say. Robert, Sega has stated that the first batch of CD games will be sold for $49.99 and $59.99, depending on the complexity of the game. While that isn't a huge savings over conventional Genesis cards, Sega points out that although manufacturing expenses are down, the cost for game production have risen considerably. Now that discs contain thousands of meg of memory, <laughs> games can be considerably longer, resulting in triple the development costs. Video footage, which can cost a bundle to license or create, adds even more to the cost. And the cool CD tunes can be very expensive to write and produce. Yours forever, Martha. <laughs> thousands of meg? Is that what I heard? It's in, I I thought about fixing the typo, but then I said nope. No, let it live. Isn't a CD only six hundred megs? Uh, the bat. Yes, back in the day. I don't know why she was saying Martha was wrong about the size. Because yeah. Martha CDs, was wrong. Hashtag it on Twitter. I want to say a CD one. You know, one would have been like six hundred. Yeah, like four ninety. Yeah, it was roughly about six hundred. You could store. It was not a full gig. Yeah, get a full. We didn't gig get that till later. All right, well, Blu-rays. That um, worked uh, out pretty we, good. I, I don't want to miss any of the games you talk about. Would you mind just like a 60-second to two-minute? Yeah, no, let's do it. Bo's going to poo. Yeah. We'll be back. I, yeah. I, I, want, I want to hear about your game so I don't miss anything. Yeah, we'll, yeah, do, yeah. Uh, we'll do another Martha while you go. All right, we'll, we'll, uh, oh, yeah, let's do Martha. Hold on. Yeah. Okay, here we go. Uh, Martha number two. My dearest Martha. Oh, sorry. <laughs> oh, my, my dearest Martha. Start again. <laughs> I want gore. I'm wondering when in the midst of time will Nintendo become intelligent and allow blood and guts and girls in bikinis. I own a Super NES and I'm hoping there will be a game with those characteristics. Why don't you have Super NES make Mortal Kombat and make it ultra-violent? Yeah. Yours in this life and the next, Stephen S. All right, did he actually say yeah at the end? <laughs> yeah, it's, oh yeah, it's in there. Wow, with All right. an exclamation mark. Did Martha reply to this one? Uh, there is a reply, um, but it's most it's a little weird because it's they gave it the letter of the month. Oh, uh, but we can do the reply things both. All right, let's do it. Here you go. My dear Stephen S. of Oceanside, New York, gets the Nutso Award this month by wanting the new Vice President of the U.S. in a game. 
We tried Stephen when we called Mr. Gore. He thanked us for the offer, but he didn't think it would be appropriate for a person of his position to be getting violent with a lot of scantily clad women. It seems that the White House frowns on such activity, at least in public. Hey, we tried. Regarding Mortal Kombat coming to the Super NES, there is no news yet, but this may just be one of the surprise titles at the January CES show. Yours forever, Martha. Oh, you know, I realized from that email, E3 didn't start till 95, I guess. Um, yeah. Yeah, so it's, it still would have been a CES thing. But also, um, uh, what was I going to say about that? Um, uh, I forgot because my brain sucks today and it was great. It was a great follow on to that. And I don't remember. Oh, I know what it was. We didn't talk about it. E3 announced they're coming back next year and they're partnering with the uh, company that does the PAX, that organizes the PAX events. Mm-hmm. So it's not PAX themselves. Like it's not, you know, Penny Arcade and all the people on that side of it, but the people that they hire to do all your back end and your show running and all that. They're going to go in with them to do E3 next year. We don't know anything else about it except June something. They have a date and they're planning on, you know, we're back, baby, kind of attitude. Uh, no idea yeah. what, what any of that means. So we have to wait till we're next back year. Back and better than ever. Yeah. My, Get ready. My expectation is probably that they're going to want to try to get back to some keynote stuff like you know they'd like to have a stage presentation by people like Microsoft and Sony I'm not sure Microsoft and Sony are down or not cuz I feel like they're all pretty comfortable in the current mode of let's do video compilations yeah. um so I don't know I don't know how this would go but it might be it probably does mean since that other company mostly does general public stuff that this will this will have a a bigger general public aspect to it uh than previous E3 so so who knows, man? Uh, I mean, PAX knows how to... The PAX people have known how to do a, a, a pretty good community-based job of this. So this might actually be a really good combination, but I'm not going to hold my breath. <laughs> we'll, no, we'll see. I, I wouldn't either. I mean, I I miss it. Like, I like E3 a lot, but yeah. at the same time, I, it, it continues to be more and more irrelevant. Like, it's one of those things where you can like something, but it just... You look at it and you're like, why are we doing this? Yeah. It's a little bit, I don't know, maybe let it go finally. Just let yeah. that one go. Let let new things come in. I don't know what they'll be, but let them happen. Let let Jeff Keeley run the rest of the planet, I guess. Yes, put him in charge. Jeff Keighley. Put Jeff Keeley in, in charge. All right, Bo is back, which means it's time to talk about the games we played. Check these out. That's a Whoop, good wrong question. one. It's not a good question yet, Dr. Wiley. We'll let you know when it is. All right, check this out. Bo was correct. I picked up Gordian Quest, and it's awesome. Yeah, son, Gordian that, Quest. That game is cool. I'm, I'm uh, really happy to hear this because I bought it too. I just haven't played it yet. Definitely yep, want to give it a, a shot. Time. Yeah, you will have a good time. I think about it a lot. I want to play it now. It's one of those games that, um, you know, I, I think what they've done is there's a bunch of systems at play, but they don't get all the way up their own butts on making them overly complicated or convoluted. It's just like, Random loot's going to drop. No, some may have gem slots. Uh, you're going to want to upgrade that loot. You know, like a very easy sort of, uh, I almost said Nintendo. I don't know why. Diablo kind of approach to loot. 
and the combat is very much like the real-time part of the combat or the actual action of the combat is very much like Slay the Spire. So we all kind of know what that is. And then the RPG elements are feel fresh and new to me. And the art style and the kind of pr- overall presentation, UI and everything, really good. Like super top-notch. I'm yeah. super into it. I love it. And beefy campaign, like 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 there's four yeah. acts. There's lots to do. And... uh yeah, it's 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 like fun, but like it's not making like wave. I'm like trying to figure out like why doesn't this game like make waves the in the way that other games do? It seems it's like a crime. Like this is a really good game. I think part of it is they are riffing on so many other systems and other games that maybe people think it's derivative or something. But if you gave it a shot and played it, I think you would be. It's it's surprised. good. I I would say like you can adjust your difficulty like level like like just like torments. Mm-hmm. It's a lot like Diablo: Path of Exile. But a Slay the Spire game, mm-hmm. um, but also like a JRPG because you're not just one character; you're three char- You have a party of three, and and later when you get maps, you can have a party of four if you do a raid. Um, so, yeah, it's just it's really good. It's fun to try and strategize and make these broken builds, like you do the item science you do in Diablo, right? Like, mm-hmm. I kind of trivia- trivialized a lot of the game. I got to the end with that crazy one shot, one turn kill build. I would say. It's both, you know, it's kind of a blessing when they leave things in like that because you're like, you feel smart because you're like, I figured out a way to get big DPS, but it's from random drops. If I didn't get those items, I would have gone a different direction. Mm-hmm. All the all the classes, the nine characters are different classes. They mm-hmm. all play different and feel different. Yep. Um, and they have subclasses. Like you literally pick from three pools of cards. So you can be like a ret paladin or a... Um, oh yeah, I loved that. Like, so you, when you, you start, can, you can be a he- healer a druid, or you can be a, a transforming druid, or a summoner druid. Like, like there, there's so many different build paths, so much variability that it's fun. The, o- the only thing that's a shame is like I've really focused on three characters and a fourth, and like I haven't touched at some of the characters because there's just so much to do. There's a ton. It also has the Final Fantasy skill tree, like Final Fantasy X, maybe. Yeah. nodes and you can build them infinitely and um that's fun that's very cool and yeah. you get respect points and then go to you're like i need to re- i rebuilt my bard a little bit to make her more efficient and i spent just an hour and a half picking nodes pruning cards mm-hmm. and this one lets you build your deck to be as efficient as possible so some of the upgrades are minimum deck size the lower your deck size the more frequently you get the cards you want for your combos so you're just trying to build broken things and then I'm happy to report Endgame is fun. So once you get to the end, you do Nephilim Rifts. Yeah. Uh, basically, you there's a map. Uh, I'm up to like level 88 five-floor maps, but they go as far as 10. And it's just like the main campaign. You just go through the maps and the nodes, and you get loot, do the gameplay loop. And then you do it. There's a challenge one where you have to get to the end, and you get these sweet items, relics, that you don't get anywhere else. Like it's... It's the whole whole package, guys, is in this game. Yeah, uh, it's real good. Um, I, so I think how, so. See, even with yeah, what, what you just de- described, you might think, "Oh, that sounds like a lot of systems I have to worry about." The nice thing about the game is they're there for you when you're ready for those systems, or the, when you want to exploit those systems. But you don't have to go into it with that mentality. If you are just looking for a fun, let's go play. I love the feel of combat. This lets you do that. For example, when you said you you pick your decks at the beginning to kind of special start specialize right away as the kind of the kind of paladin you want to be or the kind of you know archer you want to be or whatever, it's a bunch of preset cards. Now, can you go and like tweak all those cards and fiddle with them and add and remove? And yes, you can do all those things. But if you're looking to just I want to get in and fight, 
it gives you all the tools to just go. And I love that about it. Um, because then I think you can build on it from there if you're the kind of player that like gets used to all that first and then says, oh, yeah, I can go deeper here. And then you can go deeper. I just think it's a really, really well-made you know, game by a small developer with an incredible art style. Oh, and it has a chrono trigger system because you get these um, synergy. So when you camp, you can build your synergy. And when you play with characters, and then there's cards that two players, like you cast one card, but two characters burn resources. Mm -hmm. And they do like a combo thing. Like it might heal and also give you guard or something like that. Like there's these combo cards you get later from buildings. There's so many systems in this game. It's yeah. insane. It's really good. And they are currently on sale. That game's on sale for 25% off on steam. So perfect time to grab it. If you think this sounds interesting at all. Yeah. Yeah. I've got really good. Done. So what classes are you playing? Uh, I started really basic. I started with the uh, not soldier. What's he called? He's oh, like a the fighter or warrior, I think. Warrior guy, I whatever what's, he is. What, do you remember the name, like Francois? No, but he has blonde hair <laughs> and wears plate. And I can't remember. I, I, yeah, name. he's like he's basically your standard ass warrior. He's your guy, standard like, guy. Yeah. So I picked him, yeah. and then the way the that the story goes, you you can kind of start building from there. But basically, I went and um, who was the first one I got? I don't remember now. Anyway, I went and I went and oh, the the archer guy. So a ranger is my second one, and I've made him. All about the the traps and the uh, and the sentries. I love that stuff. So I, I forget which which uh, card column I chose, but it's a big focus on like contraptions and and uh, shit like that. Those things are awesome. Yeah. Um, and they also they also act as barriers. So if you play a card, oh, like they're meat shields for your yeah, they can kind of be a tank for me a little bit if I need it in a lane because there's like four lanes or whatever it is. Um, and then we got, uh, the wizard guy and I forgot what I chose for him. <laughs> it's been, it's been a he's, day. He's, he, he's like a, a fire stone. No force is one of them. Then yeah. I think he's like got arcane and then fire fire. Like I think that. I went fire cause I just feel like I naturally always go fire. If there's a wizard around, that's just kind of what I do. And then the, the healer lady or she's a, she's a cleric. And she's got some healing stuff, but she can also go pretty toe-to-toe with, with stuff as well. And I forgot to mention, you said this last week, but there's lots of roles in this thing, like D&D-style stuff. So like Skill checks. Yeah. yeah, skill checks and initiative checks. And um, it's, a, it's a cool... It's cool. The game is cool. And if you want to make it really hard, it's basically an Iron Man mode. Um, two versions of it. You mentioned it last week. Rogue-like and rogue-like. Rogue-light and like. Yeah. And the, the, the rogue-like, if you're dead, you're dead and you're done. Light, they die, but when you go back to town, you got something that carries through. I forget what it is. Yeah, so so like rogue light is if you party wipe, you die. That's what it is. Yeah. Um. So you can res characters. Rogue like is you have a because you have a stable of nine heroes, you can switch out at any time. When they die, they're permanently out of your roster, and yeah, you're just done. So if you, if you get one gets killed, you're down to eight, and if a bunch get killed, you're down to three, two, one. Can you finish it? And, um, yeah, so that, that's like starting a new save file to try and get through a campaign that way. Like it would be an interesting challenge, you know, for this kind of thing. So mm-hmm. that's cool. Yeah. Uh, the other thing I also didn't mention is it does have a slay the spire mode as well. Oh which yeah. I haven't you tried just, yet. Yeah. You can where just, go it's play. just, you start right from scratch with nothing and you do the slay the spire experience. I don't know what it's like, but it has that and it has PVP. You can queue into a PVP match. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I haven't tried that either. That's Which I haven't me. tried it yet either. But like, it's just like, yeah, it's a really, really good, uh, robust uh, package. And um, agreed. Yeah, especially if you're sick. Like, 
you can play the game on an easier mode where it's very casual. Like if you just want to watch TV and play the game, it's mm-hmm. actually pretty. Yeah, or it's you one can get of those, tactical yeah. and yeah, makes good. me makes me hope. Well, I'll get to this in a minute, but I hope it'll play on a Steam Deck. I'll get to that in a minute. Yeah, <laughs> uh, a good Steam Deck game. I also played. Now that everybody can finally breathe a sigh of relief. I played a ton of Final Fantasy VII Remake Retro Arm Grade. What's it no. called? It's the Intergrade. Intergrade. Um, you guys were 100% <laughs> right about that game. It's great. And I really like it. Now, here's mm. something I wanted to say about it. The All the warnings about the melodramatic stuff and the kind of anime story and the, and the dialogue between the characters and stuff. You weren't wrong that some of that stuff is covered in cheese. But I actually think it works for this, and I don't know why. Yeah, yeah. it does. It does. I don't know it. why it does, but it does. Like I, if they would have come out with this and said we've rewritten everything, and everyone is like a Oscar-winning actor portrayal of these characters with new lines and all this stuff, I don't think it goes. I don't think it's as good. No, no. It, is that it, weird? It lives on its attitude, like it's yeah. It, it's breathes life into it. Like it there's something about job. it. It's a simp- It's it makes it feel nostalgic too. Uh, like you're playing a game from the nineties, but then in this presentation, that's beautiful. And just like, I want Barrett to be ridiculous. And he is. <laughs> yeah. yeah you, know? you want him to just out of nowhere, decide to start giving a speech about saving the planet. Yeah. And he, and he does, but like, then it's self-aware enough to where there's even a time he does it. And there's literally no one there to hear him. And someone's just like, who the hell are you talking yeah. to right now? Yeah. Like, he's just all of a sudden like going crazy on the like, we're going to save the planet. And yeah. he's just like going, he's going to 10 yeah. on it. And oh yeah. No one is there to hear it. There's no far. You know, oh, I probably, I got out of the, I'm not super, super far, but I, I blew up the reactor. Yeah. Uh, got to the bar in the, the, in the slums. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And talk to people. And I think that maybe is where I'm saved. So I'm early. I'm still early. Okay. So yeah. So that's. Did you have you gone around with Tifa yet at all? It, uh, no. I think that's coming that's, up. Yeah. That's like the because they didn't get you all your money. You need yeah. to help change some power filters. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, some air filters. So the next day. Okay. That's where. <laughs> yeah. That's it's right. It's good right. to know where you are because like I, even though I didn't play it, I watched a let's play a little bit because I'm like because I was playing a different game and I'm yeah. like I just want to feel the music and hear the story oh, yeah. and it's so good. I uh, just just watching it again. I'm like, there's so many great great moments and like touching quest uh, it's just it's just getting started for you although like that yeah. opening explosive you are gonna have to do a bit of chore core with like the side there's some side quest areas where it starts to quiet down a little bit it's fine but don't give up on it I because won't. then you get you get back to a msq style mission and you're you're busting out the tissues, man. You're, you're crying over something, and well, you're like, "Oh, cloud, <laughs> just 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 soften up that hard shell of yours." You I know? will say, I will say the the um, combat. I really like the combat system. I was surprised how much I liked it. I've been going back and forth listening to John on his streams, and he him coming around to it more than he was before. Um, I like it. A lot. Yeah. I like pausing. Yeah. I like picking stuff while it's pa- not pause, but that weird super slow mo they do. 
Um, I like. I think it feels really good to viscerally just kick ass. I think uh, Barrett's more fun to play than I expected, so I cha- I swapped to him a lot because I really like playing him in those fights. <laughs> yeah, he um, yells a lot too when he's charging up his gun and stuff. Like it's yeah. I've got. <laughs> he's so, also yeah. where you get the victory theme for the game is through Barrett because it doesn't it doesn't naturally play the theme all that much. But every now and then when he kills something, he'll just go da 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 It is pretty great. I will say. Well, here. Here's, here's a little of Barrett for everybody. And of course, it just had to get back up. Don't need to tell me twice. I'm going to enjoy this. That makes sense. <laughs> Let's keep up the pressure. Got anything you want to say? <laughs> I, this thing is an hour 37 of nothing but Barrett lines. He's yeah. so good. He's like, <laughs> he's secretly like, I don't know. I don't ever hear people giving Barrett a lot of credit, but he's like low key the best character in the game. He's the soul of the yeah. game in a weird way. I don't know. Yeah. And I'm not that far, but I'm I'm I don't know. I find well, him really he's compelling. He's the guy in the party. Everyone's depressed. Bad things are happening. He's like, "Listen, guys, we're friends and we got to make like he's just like he 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 rallies everyone yeah. like in yeah. a way that he's very so few NPCs in any game do like think of your Dragon Ages and your Mass. Like, mm-hmm. There's no character that's like, listen, feel good, <laughs> like you know, like we. Got, I know it's a struggle, but I'll carry your load. Yeah, that's I'll carry your load for you. For, you know, he's great, and he's got an arm yeah. that's a Gatling gun, and that's badass. So, <laughs> right. one thing that I came away with, I told John in a stream that I would bring it up tonight again. I would play the shit out of an MMO based in this Final Fantasy world. Mm-hmm. This is the one I want to grind and spend huge time in. Like, I, I, no offense to the fantasy realm, no offense to any other game in their worlds, but there's something about this aesthetic that would make such an amazing, for me, an amazing MMO space. I would play the shit out of it. It ain't, yeah. They're probably not going to happen, but I'd love it if Yoshi P, like in a couple of weeks, did a video and said, well, good news, Final Fantasy, I don't know what they'd even call it. Retrograde for whatever. It's, it's such a it's such a unique blend of fantasy, cyberpunk, and steampunk. But it, it's yeah. just distinctly its own thing. Like there's definitely a lot of metal buildings and structures, but it doesn't feel like sci-fi. Mm-hmm. And it's not full of steam-powered engines, so it's not steampunk. But it like it's in that sort of. Yeah. It's just in that middle ground in this weird, unique way that it's all its own. And they've never really replicated since. No, I agree. It's very apocalyptic. It's very, like, in some ways, uh, Blade Runner-y. Um, yeah. All the stuff I yeah. love. So. The, 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 the thing that it reminds me most of is maybe, like, Deus Ex Human Revolution, because Shanghai, there's the city mm-hmm. under the city yeah. above, right? Like, So here it's, like, the people, there's the plate dwellers, and then there's the under dwellers, and it's... Oh, you guys also and thought I mean, Jesse would bug me. The first I like Jesse. area too. Like yeah. that's the other crazy thing about the game is like you can look at Midgar and go, "Oh, this is the whole world. What a crazy big world it is." And it's a small It's part. 5% of the actual mapped out globe in the game in the <laughs> Yeah, it's not it's nothing. It's <laughs> yeah. barely anything. It's yeah. uh it's kind of crazy how it all works like Playing through the original, like that's the thing that has been really surprising. It's also been surprising to see how many nods to it. And like that's that's the thing is fourteen is a love letter to Final Fantasy, and so seeing so many things reflected in fourteen, I mean, there's obvious ones. I have Cloud's motorcycle in mm. fourteen, like that's an obvious one. Sure, but like even the gold saucer, like going there in seven was a treat because I'd been there in fourteen. You sure, know, sure. so like. 
Um, though those things are just really, really cool. I can't wait to see what it's going to look like. Um, I would assume we would probably go to the gold saucer and rebirth, but I don't For know. Sure. Jesse like lied about being an actor there. So I'm like, <laughs> we gotta get the, we're going to get a full like performance of something that she's going to rope cloud into. Yeah. Uh, oh man, yeah. there's so much stuff I can't wait for for Scott to see in in Rem- yeah. definitely yeah. stick with it. I'm like the, totally the sticking with it. Honeybee in business yeah. is just stellar. Right. Like, <laughs> yeah, I, I can't like I want you to play this whole thing because I want to hear your reactions to like. There's definitely the serious cool stuff, but there's definitely some serious like uh, funny business in this game too. And that's uh, I plan to finish it. I really Honeybee like it in. so far, and. Um, the other thing, the thing I said, you guys thought I would be bugged by Jesse. She doesn't bother me. She's fine. Well, Great. No, yeah, you got to no, get a little further in, but yeah, I am curious to see if you stick. No, if he, if he likes her, if he likes her now, because that's the thing is like one of the fantasies of this game is like you do get to play as Cloud and all the women in the game kind of make a big deal out of you. So there's just like a third. They added a third one in Jesse in this one mm-hmm. where, she, you know, I know her story is like. Well, I mean, you learn about why things are the way they are, but it's not doesn't hurt to have someone going along saying like, "Wow, you're easy on the eyes. Come on with me and let's go do some shit or something." And you're like, "Wow, she's really nice. What a nice character." Mm. <laughs> you know, very yeah. compliment. Like all the characters are very complimentary to your protagonist's viewport into the fiction, I guess. And yeah, so it works. Yeah. Who's the voice of the goofball chubby guy with the? I don't know. Badger? Why. Badger yeah. from... Uh, I just assume it's Badger, yeah, from Breaking Bad. No, Badger. it really is. Yeah. It oh, is it 100% Badger. Yes, yeah. it is actually him. Damn, that's it. I didn't look it up because yeah. I was like, I'll bring it up on the show and these guys will tell me. 100% it's Badger. Of course I, it I didn't is. I never actually, I meant to look it up, I never did, but I'm like, that sounds like Badger. But yeah, isn't his, his name is Badger in the game too? Is that... No, oh, he's uh, Wedge, right? Oh, Wedge. No, yeah. wait, yeah? Yeah, yeah. Wedge yeah. Antilles. He's... Uh, Womp rats. <laughs> this is that. not in Tilly's. He's just <laughs> <laughs> Okay. No, but yeah, it is Badger from Breaking Bad, though. It's That's like, awesome. Like, I always do remember I it because Wedge is a doofus in Final Fantasy, but in Star Wars, he's the cool one. Yeah. And Biggs is a doofus in Star Wars, but he's the cool, he's the cooler one in Final Fantasy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he, he, he's, he's like a, 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 a normal Charlie Sheen, he kind of looks like. <laughs> yeah, he's, he looks exactly oh, he like looks Charlie like. Oh, he does look like Charlie Sheen. Yeah. If Charlie Sheen was a reasonable, like normal human being, and <laughs> yeah. not yeah, <laughs> you know. his younger years, perhaps when he was a little less. Well, I don't know what he was doing then. Probably worse things. No, he just really less looks tiger like blood. Him. Yeah, more less tiger blood. More. Uh, he just really looks like him, and he has the Rambo more bandana, platoon. but he's not buff like Rambo. So you're just thinking of Hot Shots, and he's always so far running around the 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 um the reactor area and stuff his his whole thing is mostly that he stinks because he hasn't had a shower that's been his whole story really yeah 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 he's yeah that's right it's not much else which reminded me of uh charlie sheen so it's all working out it's great you'll 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 you'll, the thing is those characters are so nothing i think in the in the original and they Mm -hmm. no you'll have just gone through it they give them no screen time whatsoever they're they're not they're not existent generic npcs that are cut above just full generic like unnamed mm. and in this one you they are part of your adventure in various ways all throughout the whole thing and it's, you know almost nothing about jesse in final fantasy 7 except she's the one that set up the bomb or like created the bomb like that's literally the entire backstory you get about her in the original you almost did a uh we we are set up the bomb or whatever as well yeah, we are set up the bomb that's it that's it. that's all she did 
Um, like they did such a good job of, uh, of making those characters stand out more and making you care about them. Yeah. It does make me really excited for things to come. Like that's the thing. As I keep playing original seven, I keep going, Oh man, this is going to look so cool oh, when I'll they bet. decide yeah. to show yeah, up yeah, later. Yeah. Uh, and you know what? I know people are, are very precious about the stuff that's in there, but there's definitely some stuff that can go in Final Fantasy VII. Yeah, there's probably. A, there's probably. a pretty dramatic tonal shift from absolute tragedy to now we're snowboarding that is just a real <laughs> is a real 180 of a turn as far as what you're doing. And yeah. uh you know, I think some of this stuff will get balanced out and, and told a little bit better. But yeah, every now and then I just run into a scene and I just go, oh, my gosh, I can't wait. And including like some things that are just like in need of being updated. Like I ran into this yesterday and there's a moment where I'm just like, well, thank God we live in 2022 and whatever they do they will not recreate the scene exactly as it is. It's a scene. Uh, I don't know if you remember this bow where Scarlet and Tifa get into a slap fight. Now Tifa fights with her bare hands. She spends the entire game knocking stuff out and suplexing stuff. And mm-hmm. she gets into a slap fight with Scarlet. And I was just like, the hell is this? What are they doing? Why is this scene exist in the game? So now one of the things I'm most excited for is, okay, when they get to this part, assuming they get to this part, what are they going to do? How are they going to improve this? Cause sure as shit in 2022, someone's not going to go, Hey, you know, Tifa that's beating the crap out of all these creatures and suplexing monsters, 80 times her size. Let's have her have a slap fight with a pompous, arrogant aristocrat girl. Like that's, that Mm. makes sense. Yeah. I'm curious about all of those things, how they translate. Um, I played enough of seven back in the day that I remember this reactor stuff. It's so much, it's so realized here. It's just so yeah. in your face and 3d obviously. And, and, and it's, it's awesome. Like I really, really like that. I also like a knowing that that was badger and B that they got him to go uh, a whole bunch of times. Cause they did. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of uh, uh. tons of it. I heard there's a mod for the PC that removes unnecessary breathing. And I think that's the greatest thing because there is a lot of scenes in that remake of people going. Yeah, lots of it. They're like just climbing stuff and you're like, guys, it's not that bad. Yeah. When they were like, hey, we're going to go do a thing. Uh, 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 Like five of them doing that. Yeah. yeah. And you know what? 100% cool with it. It's good. Yeah. It's because it works. The, the game because there's so much love poured into that thing that you're able to go okay you know yeah. i'll it's, stick around like you know yeah it's really great um i had a question for you yeah, again scott um you met Aerith then on your way back because if you're back at seventh heaven that means you got separated from the party and flower girl and met the flower girl yep yeah yeah and yep. so when she gives you the flower uh, what was your choice uh you- well, I got a you yellow one. Pay oh. for it, or you can tell her. I oh, oh right, I <laughs> didn't pick colors, did I? I chose what I was going to do with it. I yeah. t- um, did I pay? I think I paid. Okay, all right. Did, is that that's a problem? Is that gonna? No, that's a nice choice because I think one is you just outright refuse it. Yeah, I wanted to have a dumb flower on me for all my fights, and so now I have. Yeah, one. I'm just curious what you did. Yeah, because now I'm going on like a street, and 50 of those guards will show up, and I'm there with this big yellow flower while I'm fighting with a huge <laughs> sword and. Yeah. 
And I got my second. Um, Aren't those moments great too? Those power moments where like a bunch of guards show up. They're like, oh, we're going to get you. And you just like swat them all down. No, it's amazing. Or just like, come out. And I love yeah, the material. I like when they send the dogs and it's like, activate Punisher stance. And it's like, this isn't going to be a problem. This will be fine. Yeah, this will be That's totally actually fine. what got me is I spent so much time in the early game not really paying attention or thinking tactically about it. That you get to the enemies that are like the knife soldiers mm-hmm. that uh, that are really, you know, you're there supposed to counterattack them or use magic to knock them on their butts because um, they'll just dodge your regular attacks. And I had someone in chat that was like, why aren't you using Punisher stance? It it's designed to counter these guys. And I was like, OK, I tried it and it 100 percent worked. And I went, oh. I guess it makes sense. They designed this combat system to be tactical. Yeah. And like once I started thinking about it tactically of like, okay, we're, this is what I'm facing. This works well on this guy. This works for these creatures. This works for these guys. And if I activate it in this sequence, this will be an easy fight. And once I started doing that, I was like, oh my gosh, this game's really good. I mm-hmm. like this combat an awful lot. Yeah. Um, it converted so, me on this because I was feeling the same yeah. way. I love turn-based combat, but I thought... They're they in an effort to become a more cinematic presentation for their games. I feel like Square wants to go this direction for a good reason. Like it's a there's actually a good reason to do it. If these fights were just them going lining up facing each other, I'd be kind of annoyed. I'd be like, yeah. okay, do you have to really? I mean, I think it's the right choice for this game. I really just do. wait till you just wait till you get summons. Oh yeah, <laughs> the summons in this game are good too. Oh, I bet. Like. Because you just add a summon to the fight, so there's a fourth gigantic turbo monster. Sweet, on your team, dude. sweet. Awesome. I'm looking forward to that because that was the stuff that was so impressive. Even back in '97, when you'd see, you know, video of the game, yeah. you'd be like, "Oh my gosh, what did he just?" You call? Could, in that game, it was there's like a five minute animation for Bahamut, 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 whatever. Yeah, there's where he would show up in space together. and then fire a laser onto Earth and blow up your enemy. It's like, wow. <laughs> like. That's when Final Fantasy started. I think that was the first Final Fantasy where they were like, summons, we're going to do whole FMV for summons. Yeah, because 8 and 9 had also some pretty intense stuff yeah. like yeah. that. But they didn't. And 7 was like the big moment, I guess. They went oh, 3D. maybe. Hey, John, was there, did summons in Final Fantasy 6 have big animations? Maybe. I mean, big, but it was big for like at the th- time. It would have been big, actually. It, it right? wasn't long, but like, yeah, Just animations sprites. for summons have been around for I, I think probably since like maybe even two or three. Like, it's been around, but like it becoming a full production is definitely a seven thing. Yeah. Like six, yeah. you got you know they appeared, they did a little animation, but it. I feel like seven is where they're like, no, this is a cinematic bit of business that you're going to see. Was the Knights of the Round from seven? Yeah. Okay. Yep. That's a lot. That was like a secret one to find. It was hard to find. And back in the day where we didn't, you have guides very much. It was like, did you find Knights of the Round? Where'd you find it? Yeah. Yeah. And then you would have a mimic character. So you'd Knights of the Round and then mimic Knights of the Round. And then there's some way you could cast Knights of the Round 17 times or something like that. Yeah. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) Take you a whole day. To, to do yeah. it, I, and that's uh, the other fun part. Is the material system is it's still like low, but it actually they'll expand in your weapons and then finding combos in them. Is I love that. That's the other thing I really like. This is a purely like uh, almost dead space thing. I like about it that mm. when his sword is on his back, you see the slots and what's in them. Yeah, you see the material. That's I love put, that. Put in the, Such a nice yeah. touch. I don't think the old one had that. You couldn't do it, 
right? There were graphics that implied it was there, but it didn't reflect what was actually junction to it. Yeah, I really like that. It's a cool, very also, cool game. I also like that they hand it to each other because the materia was only ever menu items. Mm-hmm. But like, well, I, you've seen this at one point. Jesse's like, here's a materia for you. And yeah. It's like, oh, you, they're actual objects in this world and it's yeah. cool. I'm like, yeah, they translate. I don't know. This is a really good, this is a good thing that they've made. And I, it kind of makes me mad that I fell off seven back in the day because it is my aesthetic for sure. If you're going to make a, a, a Japanese JRPG and you're going to put it in a setting, this is the setting I want. And I, I, you know, I think back then I was like, Ew, random encounters, freaking gag me with a spoon or whatever I said in 97. <laughs> with a spoon. <laughs> I wasn't into it. Gag me with a spoon, man. Yeah, man. That was more 80s, I guess. But anyway, uh, the, to be in that world and to feel like you're really in it like this, I think it's really something. So I'm going to keep playing. I will report back. Yes. Further yes. I get. Uh, almost beat Drill Dozer, that GBA game I talked about last week. Nothing new to say here, except it's one of the most creative platformers I've ever played, and I can't believe I missed it back in the day. And if you're uh, into that stuff, uh, get that get that game. Find that ROM, find or buy that buy that card online wherever you can get it because Drill Dozer is fantastic. Uh, but then I played another game on the GBA this week that I got completely hooked on, and I was playing it on my little Ambernick device my portable one uh pokemon pinball for the gba that is a fantastic game it is so good mm-hmm. and i'm not even that big of a pinball guy although it's funny i don't like actual pinball machines i like video game pinball machines and the reason i like them because you can do creative shit you can't do with physical hardware you have to you have to go to video games to make weird shit happen and there's a bunch of great old uh you know, a cartridge or a, sorry, console based uh, stuff from the 16 bit era, even even the 8 bit era and uh, Pokemon pinball for the Game Boy Advance is so much freaking fun. And I don't even like Pokemon that much. But what I like about this game is the whole point of it is still Pokemon like it's like I'm I'm trying to be good at pinball to hatch and capture new creatures. And it's got a full Pokedex with all 150 or whatever it is. Pokemon at the time, and it's so satisfying to unlock one, to capture yeah. one, and you do it with the ball, which is a Pokeball, but it's also your your pinball. And if I remember right, this cartridge actually had um, uh, Rumble in it, so your SP yeah, if you played on the SP, you could tilt with it as well. That's right, you could tilt it, and the whole thing would shift. They they map it to buttons here, so it works the same. But um, where I'm playing it, but it's so good, man. What a great little game that is. I got so hooked on playing that and it's just, you know, it's, I can't even explain how much, why I love it. It's so underrated and I'm amazed they never made another one of it because it was the game. I I, like you. I was like, why do people play pinball? Like Mm -hmm. what's the point of this? It's like, all right, I hit a ball with flippers. I get a high score. Who, who cares? This was the first one that was really like, no, here's a, here's an objective, like mm-hmm. go catch Pokemon. Yeah. And here's a way to play it and way to do it. And with all the Pokemon that were in it, you're like, Oh my gosh, this is actually really cool. I'm seeing them in a new, like the sprites in a new way mm-hmm. from that other game. And it looks different. And I've, I've got a different way to catch them. And, you know, you could do some really cool things to see some really rare ones. And, it was an awesome game. Yeah. I'm, I'm amazed that it had, it didn't turn into an ongoing series. I mean, forever. it started, so there is a Game Boy 
color version of the game that was before all of this. The only problem I had with that was that it didn't scroll because the hardware couldn't do it. Instead, you would hit the ball up past the roof of your screen, and then it would it would transition immediately to the to the top of the screen, and then it would do things up here. But then the, when the oh, ball yeah. passed the halfway mark again, you'd be flashed down to there. It's really kind of jolting. I don't like the feeling of it. Yeah. Um, but with better, you know, better hardware or whatever, uh, with the 16-bit error and certainly the the GBAs in that uh, zone, you could do full scrolling. You know, the full scrolling board. And I just got completely hooked on this this week. Just like could not stop playing it. So, uh, Pokemon Pinball for the Game Boy Advance 2003, I think, or four. I don't even know. Something like that. Uh, it's very good. Uh, all right, and some news. My Steam Deck is on the way. Nice. After one year of of res- <laughs> reserving and waiting to hear, I finally heard. I know, John, you heard this week. I don't know if you pulled the trigger. What'd you do? I didn't. didn't. I couldn't afford it. I, I and, and unfortunately, and apologies to anybody that said, like, hey, can I buy your reserve? And I said I'd think about it. Like, I really wanted to make this happen. I really wanted a Steam Deck, and I just couldn't justify the cost post-move. And so I sat there and debated and debated and tried to find ways to justify it. And like, I I just couldn't like, it's not going to be a device that pays for itself through Mm -mm. streaming. Like we're going to talk about it, whether I get one or not, it's not going to pay for itself by me getting it and talking about it on here. And I just couldn't bring myself to do it. So unfortunately I did just check, uh, it has expired, so I can't buy it anymore. Uh, I went ahead and threw another reservation down on it because like in, in my heart somewhere i'm gonna get this at some point but yeah it's just it was very expensive and they give you and five you bucks back right that you don't lose yeah that it, it gave me a steam balance like yeah. uh so i just i paid for this reservation with the refunded money of my last reservation so yeah, yeah it's uh but it's it's a cool thing and like thinking of it as a dad as somebody who can't always be at their computer like and you know, that's to me is the appeal because like I have a switch. I forget that I have a switch pretty often, mm. but that instant library is such a cool idea because I don't have to go like, all right, well, it's $60 if I want to buy into a game now. And like, then I got to go through that whole process. I can just instantly have a bunch of games uh, to have access to. And that works really well when you're, you know, having to be outside of your gaming section, which I have to be quite a lot these sure. days so for me um, it's things like grim dawn which i'm still playing and um uh just uh rogue legacy 2 is gonna is apparently is just like perfect on there like i'm so looking forward to having most of my library with me there's still some questions though like gordian quest i don't know if that's gonna play they talked about adding keyboard and mouse support to the thing which seems weird to me because why would I, I just come down here and play it um but i any game that supports controller that I'm interested in is kind of on there, including these, uh, me doing these emulations and stuff to play old GBA games and stuff. I can do all that on there now too. Yeah. It's really exciting. So anyway, they even I'm put excited. the emulation platform on steam. I feel like for this purpose. Mm-hmm. I, and so they've, they've and done game a lot pass. of work I should have mentioned you. that game pass is an amazing service on there. Cause it just runs like you're running, you know, I mean, it just it just works. It's great. It's funny to see Valve and Microsoft accidentally working really well together. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> like considering suddenly, their past, considering yeah. their past, it's really weird. But I'm um, I'm excited. It's on its way. Uh, I had to justify it as a business cost, which I know sounds crazy, 
But no, uh, that's what I do too. That's yeah. what I would have done if I had done it. But that wasn't enough to wasn't enough to say okay. It's not the cheapest thing. My, my big no. concern is that I waited a year, and that's one year that I didn't have it toward whenever they do a revision. Do you know what I'm saying? Mm, it yeah, won't be yeah, every yeah. year or anything. I know that they want this to last like the Switch has. Um, but there's going to come a time where they go, well, the Steam Deck too. Or the Steam Deck Junior, I don't know, whatever they call it. Yeah. I feel that like that way about Quest Two, and I'm like, they're working on four new headsets. I'm like, mm. I know you hear I, about that. And it's like I oh, have shit. to buy the new Quest now. <laughs> like I'm, oh. Yeah. I will say it seems like the wait for the next window is not quite as uh, long, like the current estimate. So I, like I said, I just tried to reserve it again. Um, and the current estimate is, I mean, it says October 22 uh, or later. Yeah. Um, you know, who, how much later, who knows? But right. like, assuming it's in October or into this year, that's a lot faster turnaround than it was to get to this point. So yeah. I, I don't think people will have to wait quite as long if they're signing up now. But uh, we'll see. I, I don't know. By all accounts, it's a very good device. Yeah, people so. really like it. Uh, everyone I've talked to is like, oh, I'm so excited you're going to get it. My my biggest uh, uh, worry was that, you know, Valve's had a sketchy past with hardware stuff and their support and all that. But this is, seems to have been a runaway, like, monster money success. And that's usually what it takes to to yeah. get their commitment behind it. So I'm not too worried about that. Um, so, yeah, as soon as I get it, I'll let people know what's up. Oh, the only weird part about it was Steam went down as I was trying to get it. And it made yeah. everything feel weird. <laughs> it's like... Oh, I can't even get into the damn service to accept the thing here. And and then it says, keep trying. So I kept trying. Even though they're having like a broad outage, I just kept hitting retry, retry, retry. I kept saying, try again, try again, try again. And then eventually when all their problems cleared up, it said, oh, you've sure clicked a button a lot lately. You better come back in a couple hours. We're not sure what oh, you're boy. up to. I'm like, I'm up to what you're telling me to do to keep clicking. I was pissed, but it was no big deal. Um, um, an hour later, it was clear. So it's fine. Uh, John, you played Final Fantasy 7, 7, and 14. 7, yeah. 7, two sevens, and a 14. Yeah, think about seven, that. 7, and a 14. How did, how did, so you played, wait a minute, that's crazy on the math, because 7 plus 7 is 14. Yep, look at that. Uh, 14 Whoa. plus 14 is 20, no, 28. Wait, that's crazy. So what? So tell me, tell me uh, anything to add to the sevens? Uh, no, I feel like we pretty much covered it. I'm having a good time going through that. I've been through some pretty big moments. I think I think right now I'm at the build up to the finale, so I'm I'm nearing the end of Final Fantasy VII, um, which I'm you know I'm excited about for a lot of various reasons. It's fun to to finally knock another one out. It's been a while since I've beaten one. Uh, this one definitely took longer, but obviously there were delays as well that also uh, kept me from playing it. But uh, yeah, I'm I'm really excited about uh, beating this and moving on to eight and seeing like that game because for me eight is where I started with the the PlayStation era of the series. Sure. So I have a lot of fond memories of eight. Um, we'll see how it holds up after having played the first seven now and going going back to it. So. Uh, really enjoying it though, and I also tried a new game called I think you've played it before, uh, Haven. Oh, Haven, um, yeah. Um, and this replays the couple. 
Yeah, so you, yeah, you play like as uh, you play as a couple stranded on a on a planet mm-hmm. uh, on kind of like a mission to survive. Uh, I don't know if it had this option when you played it or not, Scott. Mm. But I guess they they've added ex- uh, options where you can have it be uh, the which was the default before, which was a man and a woman. But now you can also have uh, same sex couples in there, so you can be two guys or two girls. The story's exactly the same, but full voice acting for both characters, different art for both characters, depending on which, uh, which you want to do. So that's a nice little change for this game that is definitely based around, you know, a relationship. Yeah. Um, I think that's a, a very important thing. So I really like it. I haven't spent a ton of time with it, but surfing around on the planet, picking stuff up seems cool. And, uh, the dialogue's really good. Uh, I don't know where it's going to go. Like I, there's a part of me that's still kind of like, what are we building to? Cause I'm collecting food for cooking and I've kind of touched a cooking system, but not in depth enough to know what that's going to turn into. And uh, so it's interesting. I want to stick with it. I just haven't had a time to uh, dive too far into it, but it was one of the games I got off of the steam sale and uh, it's definitely my jam. I think you had highly recommended it to me because I yeah. think you saw it and was like, Oh look, it's a it's a couple game with some RPG mechanics. John will love John this. John love and, this. Uh, yeah, I'm not surprised. Yeah. Not surprised that you yeah. like it. I like the, the 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 traversal stuff reminds me of Journey. Yeah, um, yeah, it does. And I like that. It feels really nice. It's beautiful too. It's a really pretty game. I think it's still on Game Pass for anyone out there. It's like eh, I don't know. Well, try it on there oh, and see. Is if you, it? Yeah. Did I buy a Game Pass game again? I think you did, but well, that's okay. I don't know if it's still there. Yeah, what are you gonna do? I shouldn't Sometimes say. Sometimes you buy a Game Pass game. <laughs> you got it on sale though, right? It's like half I off. I think I checked though. Actually, let me let me look because I'm I was pretty sure that I looked. Maybe yeah. I didn't. I don't. That's where I played it, but that doesn't mean it's still there. I know it used to be because I had it for a while. It, I think maybe even installed, but yeah, yeah I'm not a, seeing it. It was a day so. one thing, but I think maybe that's, I mean, that was 2020, so it's been a bit. Okay, good. I, I don't think I bought a. Yep, there it is. $24.99 and it's no longer Game Pass. So you would have, you wouldn't have been able to play it there. Does that make you feel better? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, good. Yeah, I feel a lot better. Good, good. Uh, that is a really cool game. Good recommendation, Bo. You finished? Oh, you finished the campaign in Gordian Quest. I didn't know you finished it. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's I'll awesome. Finished the game. I'm I'm adding game for the campaign mode. Nice the Nephilim riffs. Yeah, yeah. I want to hear how that goes next week. I want to hear more about that. All right, so we got to get into this whole VR chat thing. Bo had sent us some stuff all week about <laughs> yeah, weird so interactions I, in VR, and I'm so curious about this. What'd you do? I got my headset back from my mom. I was like, oh, sweet, finally, like. There's been a slight depression over playing flat screen games versus VR games because, you know, like, I don't want to do it all the time, but I just, I missed it. So I was like, sure. sweet, let me get back in here. And I don't know, I just, in most games, you have to get up or swing around. And I was like, let's check out this VR chat thing. I just want to sit and have the headset on and see what's going on in this VR chat business. Yeah. And um, for the first little while, you know, it's just fun being in v- VR. So it was just kind of this casual, like, you log in and you're in this private world and what what am I doing? What's going on? And you're trying out avatars and stuff. And it's like, you know, it's, it's a social media app in a way. It, the, there are games in there and there's a way to play games, but like, you know, I'm like, I don't know. Like I'm just, I'm sort of exploring it. And then like, I'm figuring out it's very second life. Like, and that there are, it's basically player created worlds 
and player created avatars and you just hang out like it's called vr chat but it's kind of fun like all of a sudden you're like oh my god i'm a i'm like a weird monkey and now i'm oh i'm shit i'm a warhammer 40k marine like it's just like this this weird immersion that happens in there Mm. and anyways then you know you start going into public worlds meeting with people and that's when it's like it's just a weird experience. <laughs> some of this like, is so strange. I'm looking at some compilation videos. Is that okay? So Bo found this video. Uh, it's been so since then. Nobody can do what this person did. But they were all running around in kind of a VR thing where everybody's kind of weird looking and different characters, and now everyone's talking. And then suddenly, one of those giant ships from Warhammer 40k appears above everybody, and a voice is up yeah. there going. You will bear, fall to the emperor's needs, a bear, bear, bear. and then he nuked the place. So so yeah so the, the it's so the this this game is very second life right uh, so basically you can make your own worlds you make your own avatars and those avatars can summon animations and some of them like that was an animation from an avatar that caused the whole world to change for other people <laughs> so there's this huge amount of creativity that's involved in the game think about it, second life always kind of had like a skeezy reputation just yeah. because it was kind of janky but this is look I'm not even sure how I was going to say this or talk about it in my sort of mini essay on what this is. This feels like the internet when the internet was new. Mm, Interesting. So when you were talking about um, meta, uh, when you were talking about using meta with, um, I guess we were with Dan Patterson for CBS on that or yeah. Yeah. Was we were talking about using meta and we were like, okay, that's nice. It's interesting. It's like watching a video of it although you're showing some pretty good clips right now for the for the video um watching a video of it doesn't really relay the sense of feeling like you're in a new frontier when you're in these social spaces yeah cuz anything can kind of happen and you don't know when it's unpredictable and you can go for long periods of like I'm exploring and nothing too exciting but let me tell you about like I was about to give up on VR chat, right? I was like, okay, so there's kids around here, and the kids are saying dumb shit, you know. Like we I should say real, real quick, we should say I got VR chat. banded for a little while, and that wasn't that great. But we should but say like, VR chat is an actual piece of. That's the software name, not just a thing you do. Like it's an actual product, VR chat. Yeah, the, right? the VR chat is the name of the thing, right? And it's still very niche, but like it's essentially you can use Unity to build a game world that people can. You can make it private, you can make it invite only, or you can bring uh, make it public and they can create their own instances of your world if it's public. Mm. Um, and then you make your own avatar. So, you know, there's a lot of like, there's a lot of girl avatars with dude voices, a lot of gender expo- uh, exploration in there. Mm-hmm. And it's like, it's actually kind of this inclusive place where it's like, it's safe. Like That's you can kind of, yeah. you can kind of do that and... It's you know you can just kind of explore what it means to just be something other than what you are in this kind of interesting way, and I think it, there's a lot of fascination behind that here. But um, no, what what ended up happening was so I have a Megatron avatar. I've been I'd go around as Megatron. And I was using my my um, principal voice to mask my voice was because I'm kind of shy. I was I'm a mute. So mutes are people that don't really like to talk because I'm, I'm pretty shy about talking and because I'm still new, I guess. I don't know. Mm-hmm. So I, I but so I was like, oh, I'll sound like Megatron and I'll just be like, ah, get me Energon cubes. <laughs> and so that, that's kind of how what I was doing. Uh, and um, <clears throat> and so I went to this one world where it was. So one of the common types of worlds is a place where um, it's like an anime dance video. So you, you trigger a thing and then 
you your character dances automatically and other people watch the dance video and cheer you on. Yeah. So into this world where there's like 40 of them, 40 like people logged into this world. Now I'm Megatron, but everyone else is like a one foot tall like anime girl. Yeah. Like everyone's small. I feel like a transfer. I'm looking down. I'm like, hello. And then one of the little, uh, little, little, you know, anime girls comes up to me and says, hey, hey, you Gorath, Gorath. <laughs> and I look down and I go, hello. And the girl's like, would you like to have this dance with me? And it was like clearly a feminine voice. Like it was like, and I was like, uh, I was so flattered. Like it was a social, I'm like, someone wants to dance with me uh-huh. and I'm Megatron and some like new, so I'm like, okay. And then once the number was up, they're like, come here. And then, um, you know, they showed me how to get on the, get on the square to start the thing and push them. Like it was just, it was like a niece showing like a, I felt like a dad who's like had a child showing them how to do something because they're a boomer and can't do it. And then we did a dance video together where I was Megatron and she was the anime girl. And then there was a whole bunch of anime uh, other girls. And th- there's a few, like, badgers <laughs> in the crowd. <laughs> and they were all cheering me. But everyone was, like, one foot tall. It was, like, the weirdest thing. And I was like, oh, I kind of like this. This That was, like, an interesting, like, thing that happened in this place that was, like, a weird thing. And I was like, okay, thank you for that. Goodbye. And I moved on to the next world. because. Sure. <laughs> It wasn't exactly my favorite activity, but like it was just kind of fun. And you, so what you kind of do is go on these like pub crawls of worlds where you're looking around to see just like what kind of interesting shit's going on. <laughs> and next thing you know, five hours flies by, and you're like, "Oh man, I had a lot of fun." And 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 one aspect of it though is the public rooms are kind of a shit show, but there's a lot of private rooms. And I know that sounds grody, but I mean, this chat channel is a private room. It's just the three of us that sure, no, someone can't jump in. And, you know, so like there are like probably cool events or neat things to do. And I got this idea. So you were showing the, some of the Spider-Man stuff. So there's a pretty cool Spider-Man world where you can get Spider-Man avatars. Ooh, John's, and you can John's swing ar- perked up now. I'd listen to this. So you, okay. You can sw- and it has like janky, but it has janky web slinging mechanics. So you can actually hook onto the building and swing through the buildings. Mm-hmm. And, I was like, and, and the room holds like 20 or 40 people. And I'm like, wouldn't it be fun if we, we could all just do like a, a pub crawl, like for our listeners or something? Like everyone just get into the Spider-Man world and, and jump around like a 40 Spider-Man. Like there's this kind of like, there's this nugget of like cool, fun internet interaction that um, I'm really interested in. I don't know. Like I just, got, you know how you feel? I think it's how you feel when you see something, you're like, I want to draw it. Mm. So when I'm in VR chat and I, I, I see something, I'm like, Oh, I want to make I want to make a core world. Like, let's make a world just full of pictures of us let's do and it. John Scott and Bo Avatar. Like, that's probably a lot of work, but like, <laughs> I get inspired to be like, I want to make things. Yeah. And like, one of the places that are cool is a nightclub scene, and I'm like, oh man, like I, I started my own instance and I sh- sent you video playing the There Will Be Dungeons one, but like, I went out dancing for a bit. You know, like there's these nightclubs and there's this people DJing. He's like, how's it going, everyone? And there's all these like weird avatars all dancing and I'm like, I'm in a nightclub. My ears are bleeding. Like it's so loud. It's like, I don't know. Then I, you know, you know what it tr- channeled was when I played final fantasy 14 and I was like barding and not doing the actual gameplay. Yeah, yeah. I was like, it's that the game I'm like, I, Oh, I want to like do something performative in this space. That is like a new frontier, right? Like there are all kinds of people that are in this area and it's like, you know, everyone knows what internet is nowadays. So it's like, eh, it's so last year, like eh, internet, everyone's going to YouTube. But you get this kind of feeling of like, oh, there's a, like a limited audience of people in the know who like 
will hang out in a virtual space like this. Yeah. And it's kind of exciting in that way. So I like I've kind of done not much else uh, this week, besides <laughs> play Gordian Quest and yeah. I stream some heroes. But I've mostly been playing VR Chat. And you know and the way you hear people talk about VR Chat is like, oh, I know someone who plays VR Chat. That that's all they do now. Yeah. So it's it's kind of the same talk as people were having in the World of Warcraft days. Is like, oh yeah, I have a friend who plays World of Warcraft. He plays it all the time. Yeah. So there's, there's, there's uh, you know, but it's still kind of janky and it's still kind of like nascent is what it feels like, but it's, it's exciting. Yeah. And no, so I've, I've definitely felt this a couple of times. I haven't used VR chat though. And it sounds like insanity town and I kind of want to check it out. It's, Turn- it's honestly up your jam with the, like, cause you know how you like weird things like you'll draw a guy, but I'll have a giant nose or draw a mountain made out of toenails or something like there's definitely that like level of Scott humor when you see sometimes an, a weird avatar walk in and you're like why why is uh, I'm, just, I'm struggling to think of an example but like why is there a giant like uh, crocodile man <laughs> like you'll be having a conversation with a crocodile walk in and be like hey homies <laughs> it's like it's just like I think it's it, this is what makes meta the meta thing the metaverse and, and you know Zuckerberg's presentation everything looks cuddly and Care Bear and like corporate like it just doesn't look good yeah but VR chat's like it's like actually like a fever dream sometimes where you're just like oh my god like what is this place it's full of weird interactions and weird avatars so I and you can play on the PC so it's but free. I know what, we we sold a lot of VR headsets with all of our VR talk. It'd be cool to get our VR heads in and anyone else to do like, I want to do like a room crawl where we just get like a whole pile of us and we go, we all get the same avatar, maybe go room to room. I don't know. I'm, you can I'm flat, sort of you can flat screen idea. it. It's not a, it doesn't require VR. It's probably a better experience in VR, but the, yeah. uh, you and it's can, free to play. So like no one has to buy anything. Yeah. You can just join. We should totally do and, that just for laughs. I would love that. Yeah. Like I want to do a Spider-Man room and I want to do uh um, there's actually some games. There's like a there's a PvP shooter game uh, in there. It's just like laser tag. Oh yeah, um, they got a they got still, a whole find avatars. They got relaxing vibes, whatever that, whatever that means. That's probably some of that singing or dancing. And then play yeah. play a game. There's a party room. I'm just looking at the screen here. There's, there's like a ton of worlds. I went to a Warhammer world. There's a war. Um, there's a there's a stormtrooper battalion uh, like battle reenactment scene apparently <laughs> in VR chat. Like there, there's a whole pile of like these communities that do like weird and interesting things in there. Um, so it, it's, it's a lot of fun, man. Like, and also, one thing I have to say too, is that like quest and PC users, yeah. steam users are a little, um, uh, segregated, at least in terms of the amount of functionality you have. But even if, you aren't connected. I think we can still share the same rooms. You, you just can't use all the worlds. The high fidelity Falutin worlds need to be with AirLink or uh, Direct Link. Oh, PC. I see. Or straight out of there. Yeah, yeah, like like you won't you won't see all the rooms that are available if you're on Quest only. Mm-hmm. Just something to keep in mind for everyone. But um, yeah, it's uh, I don't know. I'm just I'm just enjoying it, man. It's like it's just. I think yeah. that's great. Oh my gosh, well, I'm, I think I just witnessed somebody doing something nasty in here yeah um so <laughs> we were talking about erp and final fantasy 14 erp is a huge thing uh in vr chat but it's only there if you seek it out it's not available in public places obviously if yeah. there's a real girl around or actually even if there isn't a real girl around like there was one room i was in 
where someone had a sick ass, like very hot woman, like anime woman, but like just voluptuous, but also really well drawn, like really artistically well done. And everyone was like, yo, your avatar's so sick. Oh my God, are you a girl? But it was like, um, it was a mute. So she, whoever it was didn't, didn't talk. She wrote with a pen in the air about what she was writing. So, you know, who knows? But she also had, um, uh, there's full body tracking packs that you can get now where you hook your waist and legs up. So she had the, the full body motion. So usually it's just your hands yeah. where your controllers are and your thing. But if you have full body motion, you can do full body thing. And there's even a mouth tracker you can get so that your avatar speaks. Oh, my Lord. Okay. Um, for, but you have to have a Vive Pro that you connect it to it. But there are, like, people that are, like, super deep invested in the full avatar experience. And it's kind of crazy. When you see some weird cartoon character that's blinking at you, talking to you and reacting like a, a real, like – interactive cartoon it's actually just a lot of fun that everyone can have with each other and yes there is a sex scene and, and you know there there are people doing erps and a cuddles are a thing there's a lot of you see a lot of people are like i just want cuddles let's watch a movie and cuddles like postings and stuff yeah i'm, but, I'm looking at it right um, now and there's like a there's like a bunny guy humping on a bunny lady in here yeah and then there's just like gross kids that are in there like oh you know there, Barack Obama. When this conversation with this person with a hot avatar, one guy turned into Barack Obama and started humping the avatar a lot, and then jizzed uh, L O one or L O L Tyler one emote emojis, which is actually really impressive because it was super well animated. You're like, this is brain blowingly awesome, <laughs> but also it's like weird. But that's like a public room, right? Like you can there's safety controls where you can kind of turn off that that shit. Well, there's some so, weird uh, yeah. there's some weird physics in here. Somebody's in here in a bikini and their butt is constantly jiggling just a constant butt jiggle so can you go can i go make like cartoon versions of my own avatars if i wanted to like yes in here? so so here's like here's the thing it's in unity yeah. which is kind of incidentally i've been you know trying to start learning in unity so i was like oh interesting but yes if you can i think you have to build in blender or something like you have to make it a 3d model but yes i think you could take your art and skin it over a model upload it there and become like one of your crazy like avatars. Like you could put them in the game completely. Huh? Um, yes. Like that's what I mean where it's like, it feels like a frontier of excitement where we can live in the video games now. Um, it's just, it's just really, it, it was just really exciting. Even though like sometimes, like I said, it's kind of boring finding worlds and I'm not in there with anybody. I'm exploring it on my own. So, you know, finding like that right community or social circle is kind of tough. Yeah. And, uh, but you know, um, it's still like, it's still just an interesting, fascinating experience so far. So it's like, you kind of look at it and you're like, Oh, it's like second life. It's probably just full of gross people and yeah, not that interesting. But when you're immersed in it, it feels like, wow, like there's some kind of special. And I think it's the emergent, social interaction that like tickles your brain in a pleasing way where you're like, what kind of weird thing's going to happen? Like, you know, when you go, it used to be, you go out on the weekend and like, you never believe what John did at the club last night. It was crazy. You don't get a pretty, you know, like, and I guess as a 40 year old, I just, I I don't (laughs) end up in those situations where exciting (laughs) things happen that much. Yeah. I feel you. That's interesting. Kind of this like fun. It's fun. It's It's fun. Unexplored territory in some ways. It's interesting. Yeah. So I love it. So let's play some VR chat. I'm in chat room. Go buy headsets or get familiar. I, I want to do a, 
I want us to do like a core pub crawl. Let's do it. And maybe even maybe even a core dance party. So there's some nightclubs in there. We could take all of our music and, and stuff that we own the copyrights to and maybe other stuff and just like we can stream it on Twitch and just have we can just, just do it. one night only or like do like a full event celebrating core or something like that. That'd be fine with me. And um, plus like the yeah. fact that you don't have to have a headset to get in there is a, actually a yeah. big plus. So And like there's limited space, so we'd have to make it like a patron event. Like sorry sorry everyone. Is there limited space? Like you can't have uh Yeah, rooms can have only as many as forty. Forty is the soft cap, eighty is a hard cap. Mm. So, but you know, um, we could do a first come, first serve kind yeah, of thing. You know, I've only got 15 people on the V Rising server as a max, and that's been enough. So, I, I don't know. For the people who can't join in, that's why I put the stream on so at least you could participate in some way. I haven't thought about the logistics of it too much. I just had the fantasy in my head of, of us all going, uh, um, core, 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 just like the theme song, and us all just going crazy and have alligator avatars and weird shit. <laughs> just. Our own version of a nightclub, which would just be weird, goofy, gross stuff. Yeah. And not, you know, not, uh, not, well, you can wear whatever avatar you want. But yeah. I'm picturing, I'm picturing like goofy avatar. Yeah, there's a lot of, av- there's a lot of anime shit in here, for sure. There is. And, you know, because people, A, like anime, and B, it's, uh, that's what's available that's easily producible. Like, um, there's Vroid Studio on Steam that's free that makes anime avatars. Like, just the tools to do that stuff are widely accessible. Yeah. Like, because I would definitely love to have something not photorealistic, but stylized, not anime. Mm-hmm. You know, um, cause I'm at the point where I'm like, the avatars I get are cool, but I'm like, I think I need to make my own for my own self expression on in some way. I, I want to make one. Some of it's crazy, like super realistic looking. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I, oh, and um, there's a Final Fantasy VII remake. Well, there's a whole Final Fantasy Avatar world. John's in. You, John's so, in. Uh, so I could play as Barrett. <laughs> I have Barrett, Cloud, and Tifa as avatars, and they don't animate like they, they 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 are the avatars ripped from the game. So they're the literal avatars. Yeah, they pull out but those. There, is, there isn't a lot of animation features on them, but they look pretty sick. Yeah. Um, yeah, and there's the Warhammer one. Spider Man is one I found. Oh, I also have the. Um, uh, Gurren Lagon super robot, uh, where I can turn into a, a, a mega, like giant avatar that's too big for anywhere. Um, in some ways, it seems like they're making Roblox for VR. It is like that. Like, you can, it, it's in Unity, so you can program a game. I just think it's, there's limitations on how much can actually run within the VR chat client. So mm-hmm. you can't make full on games, but there was a world that was an FTL game where everyone's kind of in a different room. Yeah. And like someone has to control the doors. Oh, the fun! Air, there's a fire. Fun. There's yeah, yeah. There's and, and and so like and there's like holes that open up in the ship, and so someone's got to patch the holes, and you're getting attacked by ships outside of the spaceship. So I haven't really dug into that, but there is there's so much in this in this thing because all the content is user generated. So users are making uh, worlds. <laughs> Stanley, I don't know that. why. I just found one of a guy named Stanley who's peeing in the corner and it reminded me of John. So I'm going to put it in the chat. <laughs> for some reason. Yeah. yeah, for some reason. Weird. Uh, here, it's in Discord, John, so you can see it. <laughs> just I Stanley. saw it. I saw it on the screen. Oh, you saw it on the screen. There, there he is. There yeah, he is. That's him using his bardic ways. Yeah, um, I, I'm, I'm very, I would say, it's not that I necessarily recommend it or this is a good game. Uh, but I am like positively, my interest is peaked and I'm inspired and intrigued by what VR chat is. And um, it's becoming more and more popular. So I was checking out its, uh, it's actually a, has a high concurrent, like in the couple hundred thousand user rate, I think on Steam charts. Oh, wow. So like, and it's, it's trending towards growth. So as more and more people get VR headsets, 
uh, more and more people are in there. Like this is sort of, if you're looking at like a trend of some kind, like this, this is tracking very positively as a thing. I know people are down on the metaverse and stuff, but having played all week in VR chat, I'm kind of like, no, there's, oh no, sorry, not a hundred thousand for like in the 20 to 30 thousands. I was still, it's a lot. That. But yeah. There's a lot of people on there um, using it and it's trending up over like the past year. It's I, just like, I've always said everyone wants to say that it'll be meta slash Facebook or it'll be Google or it'll be Apple. It'll be somebody else where this metaverse thing comes from. I think it comes out of weird shit like this. Like the yeah. metaverse is, is no one's ever going to want the corporate one. They're always going to want this hacker shit. Um, well, the one with that, that allows for the creativity, right? You, yeah. you sort of look at Facebook and it's like, oh, they're going to, this has safety tools too, but they're not going to let you, it's the user generated content. Yeah. Literally all of it is made. There's some people that are just professional VR chat content creators that build things that people fund on Patreon and stuff like that. Yeah. Like, Which is kind of awesome. Um, I love that. Yeah. So it's, it's. It's interesting. Yeah. I'll say that. Interesting for but sure. Gameplay, it's not really Gameplay, thing. yeah. There's no, <laughs> like, the games are all jank, but there's potential there yeah. for a fun sit-down game that's as good as Gordian Quest or Final Fantasy VII or that you'll want to sit, get into that world, play with other people, and it'd be a sick experience. Yeah. I agree. It's coming. The potential coming. is there for sure. All right. Well, yeah. there's that. Hey, you guys want to hear a mashup from Jamie? This is real good. Yes. Here's the problem, though. We... Okay, so somebody the term or the title of this one is Moth Gun, yeah. and we did voting once again for it. Uh, mm-hmm. Votes were flipped from last week. Uh, only nineteen percent believe I said it. Thirty nine percent say Bo, and right up above that, John with the winning number forty two percent. So yeah. we're about to find out who said it. Do you get what? You how did you guys vote on this? I, I went with John. I think I voted yeah. for myself on this. I, I like mods. So I can see myself. <laughs> it's also like the least salacious title we've ever yeah, had. Yeah, I mean, right? that's usually <laughs> the thing. Usually when it's like, you know, dripping buckets of poo, I probably didn't say it. That's what makes it kind of interesting. So it's funny that we have one that's just like Moth Gun. Moth Gun. Like, yeah. Not a criticism, Jamie, if you're listening. just It's fine that you title it that. It's just not. Maybe it's the, very, you know, it's like who said who said Cap Chocula? Yeah, like, exactly. Like, <laughs> but, but maybe maybe during the actual playback right. here, we're going to hear some dirty way of using Moth Gun. I don't know, uh, but I'm, we're gonna. I'm sure it'll be clean and well thought out. I'm and, sure it will be. So here it is. Yeah. Enjoy it, everyone. I'm the girl. I look down. There's my boobs and like all my utility <laughs> belt, and I'm just like, holy shit! And I got these sweet gloves, and I'm like, I'm a space nun. Oh, sorry. I'm looking at Ryu's oh. wiener. Hold on. <laughs> Why do Russian guys have Asian accents? Ask the chat. I Jonathan. don't know. I'm trying my best. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> it's almost an Australian in the middle of that. What was that? Oh, my Lord, dude. It's been a while since that That was every Russian accent Russian. in like three words. That takes effort. Oh, okay. I found it. And why? Oh, what is she doing to his? Okay. I'm done looking at that page. <laughs> All right. Did you know you can use your feet for that? I didn't know that. And now I do. But only in cartoon world, I guess. I don't know. All right. Moving on. Well, they do it in real life, too. That's wonderful to know. Stick the meat right in their face. Wave it around. Wave the meat in their face. I should probably be playing that. But instead, all of my dopium requests. Dopium? <laughs> I thought you meant it. It was so good. I thought I was like, yeah. I need more dopium crystals. 
<laughs> I meant dopamine requests from my yeah, brain. I but I like dopium better. I think we should stick with dopium. Oh, I'm so stupid. When I have my holes, we talk about them here. We like to bring out my holes on the show and show everybody my hole. It didn't happen, so it got up on stage. What's his name going? We are so happy. Wee wee poo poo. And told everybody. <laughs> that's terrible. Nobody tell uh-huh. Patrick what I just did. That's exactly what he did. Yeah. I've got a vampire crawl turned into a bat crawl up me ass. Can you pull it out for <laughs> me? It out. <laughs> Stuck up there. Won't transform. Where? Show me your ass. Let's see it. Let's get that thing out of there. F everybody and their clowns. Screw them. I don't know why I'm giving everyone a thumbs up. All right. F everyone and their clowns. <laughs> hey, that's a pretty good sand person. That's not bad. Oh my gosh. Well, now I'm a little worried about you. Like, I'm excited that. about the impression, but I'm also scared for my friend. Yeah. I'm okay. I'm smiling. When I used to do it, I'd just go, or, 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 or. That's how I used to do it. Gotta breathe in. What's the kryptonite of Godzilla? Uh, Mothra. Mothra, yeah. So, like, maybe if I had a moth gun, it's just... That's how he translated it to Mo. In his head, Mo was like, "Well, I wouldn't have a Mothra. That's ridiculous. I have a gun that shoots moths." Forgot about that. Oh, I, I completely forgot. That's half the fun of the game is not trying to find it and you know confirm it. But Damn. Yeah. yeah, it makes sense though. A gun yep. that shoot moths, that'd be sweet. You can make that in VR chat. <laughs> yeah, that's what I. It's what I hear. And also, uh, we were wrong, John. It wasn't you. I love it when we're. I know. We haven't been, I know. We, have we had a winning vote? I was vote? tickled by it though, so you know that's something. Yeah, that's a fun game. <laughs> that's a J- nice compliment coming from J- Jamie. Does amazing work on these huge, huge thanks to Jamie. Yeah, for holy stuff. crap! It's a lot of work listening and marking all that. Stuff. Oh, it's so much work, but we love that he does it, and we're grateful for that. If you would like to be grateful for the show, there's one great way to do it over at our Patreon, Patreon.com/slash Core Show. We had a really great month last month and added new people. Love seeing new faces. Do you want to be a new face? Hop in there, check it out. Lots of levels, lots of good stuff. Patreon.com slash core shows how you support your favorite video game podcast. And that's us, by the way. Frogpants.com slash core is our website. Talk to the core at gmail.com if you'd like to talk to us and core pod on Twitter. Uh, that'll do it for us. Uh, a reminder normally we do these on Thursdays. Today's Friday, day late because I was having a reaction to uh, vaccine. Uh, but uh, usually it's on Thursdays and it's usually at 5 p.m. So if you want to be here live, Thursdays, 5 p.m. Mountain Time. Uh, at twitch.tv slash frogpants. That's going to do it. Oh, John, we never tell people where you stream all this Final Fantasy stuff, so tell them where your damn thing is. Will you? Uh, my Twitch channel is twitch.tv slash craftlessrogue. Nice. Craftless rogue. Okay, yes. everybody? And then, Bo, you're always streaming over at... Uh, is it Bo Schwartz now, or is it still Gorath or Gaforath? Or? Bo Schwartz. Okay. Idiot. Because yeah. it used to have this cool name with a four in it and everything. It well, like, he still I, plays the video. He'll play the video. According to my, my intro video, that's the actual URL. That's amazing. That, never change it. Keep it the way it is always. People love it. They're always like, oh my God, I love this. And yeah, like, yeah. It's, all, it's all John. John, it's like I hired a professional to do it. I, I couldn't ask for a better uh, uh, voice guy. Yeah, he's a, he's a good, nice guy. You should do movie trailers, John. I, I agree. You should, John. It. You should. Okay. I can do the I low will. guy voice. I will. I'll just let him know. I'll call up the movie trailers people and be like, <laughs> "Hey, I think I, I think I could do this. <laughs> give, give me money and I'll talk for you." Well, on that note, talk for me some more with your words of wisdom as we close the show out. What do you have? All right, let's go over the games we talked about today uh, with the old lady. <laughs> 
Everybody, thank you for you're stuck with it to the very end of the show. So we're going to just go over any games in case you thought that sounded good, but you forgot what we were talking about because you were too busy on the Twitter and watching a movie while you're listening to a podcast. <laughs> so first up, Scott played Gordian Quest, uh-huh. a game about a dog. And Final Fantasy VII Remake, uh, which is... Uh, that's a lot of numbers for a final thing. Drill Dozer for the Game Boy Advance, because Scott's old. <laughs> Pokemon Pinball Game Boy Advance, which is even older. And uh, he's got a Steam Deck coming his way, so congratulations to him. Son of a bitch. I played Final Fantasy 7, 7 and 14. That's a lot of numbers. A game called uh, Haven. And uh, it's about two young people in love. Uh, Bo finished Gordian Quest, and then he spent a lot of time in a porn room, as far as I can tell, with uh, with a VR headset on his face in VR chat. Oh my gosh! And that's what he did. <laughs> that killed me for some reason. <clears throat> the sex place. Or porn place. What did you say? Porn place? Whatever you said. I, I don't know. That's gone. I don't either. Whatever it's gone it is now. that whatever fever dream just happened, it, I don't remember what I It'll said. It'll show up in a mashup and we'll all vote on it. Um, John, uh, Bo, any final words? Uh, I think John might be an energy vampire. Yeah. <laughs> he might be. Oh, no. <laughs> Wait. That's a bad thing. No, well, that is a bad thing, right? It sucks the energy out of everything. Yeah, yeah we can't, we can't have that. Yeah. It's, well, it's not a, I know it's a bad thing, but I just mean because Scott's like, two words of wisdom, and you're like, okay, well, hang on, let me do Martha again and <laughs> rattle off all the names. I'm like, that's an energy vampire move. You know, like, that, <laughs> that's a, I, I've been watching what we do in the shadows, and I'm like, oh, that's from that, that's definitely from Colin's playbook. Oh, that's too good. But I, I loved Colin. it. Don't change it. It's yeah, don't change it. But all right. It's just my words of wisdom. Those are good. Very wisdom. <laughs> beware wisdom-y of words. vampires. Beware, beware of all the vampires of any kind. That's going to do it for us. Thank, that's going to do it for us. Thanks, everybody, for being here. We'll be back. That's going to do it for us. the show where we do our accents that's at the right. very end of the show. Next time you hear Thank us. Thank you for listening. <laughs> Next week, I will not be suffering from the effects of a stupid vaccine that freaking wrecked me uh but shingles is worse so i'm glad i had it i guess anyway uh so come back next thursday for more that'll do it for us go play a video game we'll see you then this show is part of the frog pants network yes get more at frogpants.com Gonna throw your sword at him? Let the man with the gun go to work. Go to work. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.